Hey there, before we get started, I would like to thank Barrett Johnson, Brian Castellano, Kyle Ruiz, Randy Hummel, and Joey Lappin. All five of these people have gone to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and offered us their support. You should consider going and doing likewise. Once again, patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. It is the primary way we support this show and all of the other shows on the network, and we're just super grateful. Uh, that you all uh, either do that or think about doing it. Now for the show. All right, thank you for thanks thank you for giving it up for the for the Kings of Leon Kennedy, formerly known as the as the Dead Leon Kennedys. Uh, for our next act, you may know them from songs like. Jock Crato and the day my Hades gave me a surprise. Take it away. My name is Kratos and I like to kill. His name is Kratos and he likes to kill. His name is Kratos and he likes to kill. When it comes to hobbies, kill and fit the bill. Gotta cut you off. Things are getting too rowdy here. Uh, our, our next act is the only FPS and ska mashup band, Call of Rudy, performing for the first time at America's Only, the coffee shop for terrible gimmick bands. Hit it! <laughs> My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. And this week we are talking about God of War, which is an action game developed by SCE Santa Monica Studio and published by Sony for the PlayStation in 2005. Yeah, not not the God of War you're thinking, <laughs> uh, which makes trying to do research on this God of War difficult. Yep. Let's just fold uh, everything back over. Time is a flat circle. It is yep. cyclical. There's a like back when I uh, watched all the AVGN videos. Uh-huh. He did one where he got he got real mad about like games not just having numbers, games and movies not just having numbers after them. Yeah, specifically like he went into like how how crazy Rambo's naming convention is. Yeah, yeah, and he's just like you know Rambo two has first in the like it's dumb. Yeah, right. It's no. exceedingly dumb. It's a dumbass <laughs> video from like somebody who sometimes I like, but like uh-huh. it's one of the dumbest things he's ever done. Right. The um I do think it's annoying that this just has this just got rebo- rebooted without like any other 
title thing. Like, do these people not know search engines are a thing? <laughs> it makes finding stuff about, I was trying to find like interviews about this. Yeah. And there's infinite interviews about the 2018 God of War. Right. And I'm sure there are a lot of interviews about the 2005 God of War. Yeah. But they're on like page 20 of, <laughs> of Google and you have to get like a, a, be like some Boolean sorcery. Yeah. If you like them. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to just a uh, promo here. God of War 2005. Haha. Here we go. And then it says yeah. God of War 2018, which is a sequel to God of War 2005. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then you just, you do minus the, um, the creator, like uh, Corey, Corey Balrog or whatever. Uh -huh uh who who is the the new guy and you get more stuff but it's boys at a pain mm -hmm. i wish they had just called the new one like you know god of fight <laughs> or something <laughs> like that right you know um anyway so this is about the old one uh and that, that is because this game is the winner of our remade and rebooted poll uh so we we're talking about the original versions of games that have had popular reboots yes um, and so this is not the beginning of Kratos's journey because there are prequels, but this is the first game where we are introduced to Kratos, the Spartan warrior who is on a mission of revenge against Ares, hacking and slashing his way across ancient Greece. Yes. Yeah, this is, uh, and, and like incredibly, you know, important as a thing. Like this is the guy, uh, Kratos is important. Yes. He was like the Sony Mario you know, he, he shows up as he's a mascot, essentially. What I want is uh, some kind of I mean, honestly, this would just be a slideshow like that is populated in those from elsewhere on the web sections. I want to see the procession of Sony's Mario's throughout the years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's Crash Bandicoot and then Kratos. <laughs> the, uh, vib, vib, vib ribbon and then yeah. uh, and then uh, J J Johnny jumping flash. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, so th this is, uh, this is, uh, uh, we'll talk about more about Kratos as an entity mm -hmm. a, a little bit later, but like, this is important as the first game that has this, everyone's favorite bald, angry, uh, member of Slipknot <laughs> in it. The, um, so, and it's also really important, I guess, like this is, I'm sure we have a little bit of this later, but just uh, like factoid, right? Mm -hmm. I was thinking about this is that this game is so old, uh, and you who are listening to this, you are old, um, <laughs> as well. So this is, this is 13 years old. Uh, the amount of, you know what also happened between 13, uh, 13 years, Pac-Man to Mega Man X. <laughs> so this to God of War, the first one to God of War 2018 is the same length of time of Pac-Man to Mega Man X. Yep. Like that's wild. Yeah. Uh, and, and this plays like, this is old. <laughs> like this feels, you know, maybe not as, as big a sea change as going from Mega Man X to Pac-Man, mm -hmm. but like this is dated in really interesting ways. Uh, and signaled a lot of big changes in gaming uh, that we will we'll, we'll kind of talk about and enumerate. Yeah, like and al and also note the release date two thousand five. You know, not yeah. <laughs> pretty much toward the end of the functional lifestyle of the place or life life cycle of the PlayStation. I have a functional I have PlayStation. A, I, have, I have a lifestyle. functional PlayStation lifestyle. I've got the I've got that three D monitor they put out. Uh, no. Business <laughs> business station and PlayStation. <laughs> no, but toward the end of the functional life life cycle of the PlayStation. Too. And so, like, you know, th th that is easy to forget that this came out in the same year that the Xbox 360 came out. So it's straddling, um, it's straddling a few different things, both in terms of de you know game design itself and in terms of you know gener uh, console generation, system technology, things like that. Uh, mm -hmm. But you, know, you go back, go back and specifically play God of War One as opposed to any of the other pre 2018 ones, and you can tell. The just like the 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 gener the generational e ethos difference, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
and it, and it was just it was a big uh big year mm-hmm. like in general for that kind of thing like this came out um the same year resident evil 4 did yes right it and came I think out like a month those, after resident evil 4 like those two games together like boy that's mm-hmm. video games <laughs> like we we switched into video games yeah at I, that I, point I just, like that's Think about it. Like for the first for the first half of the run of the Xbox 360 PS3 generation, lots of stuff was either a Resident Evil 4 clone or a God of War clone. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there are a couple of things that are like, you know, so basically this is a kind of a hack and slash, like an, uh, an update to a beat em up in a way. But there are also character action elements mm-hmm. to it. This came out after um, uh, Devil May Cry. Several years after. Yeah. Yeah. Several years after. So like that wasn't new. But this specific blending of it turned out to be very influential. Yeah. Um, and kind of melding that with, uh, you know, the the industry's like weird brief uh, integrating of QuickTime into every action game. <laughs> Not QuickTime like Mist had, like QuickTime like, uh, you know, QuickTime events, QTEs. Yes, QuickTime, yeah, QTEs. Yeah. And and Tappa Tappas. Yes. So we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> um, the kind of signifier of this, the signature weapon of Kratos, uh, is something called the Blades of Chaos, which are flaming knives that he has attached to his wrist by chains yes uh, kind of like spawn yeah very spawn like except i don't think he ever did, 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 did is it spawn who uh who, who screwed a lady with his uh with his chains or was am i thinking of the silent hill movie so spawn doesn't screw a lady he does have like a weird uh spawn cod mm. like this little little bitey little uh dentist apparatus that pops out of his crotch <laughs> okay at one point in, in the spawn film <laughs> okay uh, you know you know the spawn film i enjoy this i enjoy the films of spawn <laughs> just the, the collected works the criterion collection of spawn works <laughs> all of the spawn all your spawns in one <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but these these yeah. weapons are really fun and i think that they are a huge uh kind of a huge contributor to the sense of visual chaos in this and also kind of the sense of um for lack of a better word quickness and fury oh yeah like the, the, these are great these are iconic video game weapons that are designed really really well and mm-hmm. look very cool yeah. like i have to a lot of the enjoyment i got out of this and like spoiler i don't think this game still stands up very well no i don't i don't think anyone should play it <laughs> but um the the enjoyment i get out of it like i like this game a lot when it came out we'll talk about kind of first blushes a little bit later mm-hmm. but um when I, when i enjoy it now the things i enjoy about it now i do have to transport myself to a being a younger man uh-huh. and like i came out this was i was 25 when this came out and i thought these were cool if i had been like 17 oh like shit hey man tap me in <laughs> yeah yeah like these, these things they're cool yeah uh this is cool these are well designed as just like a silly ass like just very flashy mm-hmm. uh and just like seem extremely badass to me yeah and you know? it's you know kind of remarkable because oftentimes what we run into is something that is designed to look visually very flashy but it actually gets in the way of play mm-hmm. uh looking at you bayonetta um, yeah. <laughs> I think Bayonetta is a much better game than this, but uh, but you know that, that that is a complaint that we had about that game. This feels like an aesthetic decision that was either that, that was thought up alongside or even after they had found something that felt good to play. Yeah, 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 yeah. The um, yeah, absolutely. Like it's integrated. Yeah, in, into the play, it's integrated into, into everything about this dude. Uh, and I don't, I don't know if there's like an antecedent or a prede- predecessor for it. I don't think I've seen anything exactly like this. Rygar. Yeah, Ry- Rygar is similar, but it's it, that articulates just like a sword. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the Ry- Rygar remake, mm-hmm. he does a little bit more spinny around yeah. And I guess like Castlevania 4 whip stuff does some kind of a little bit 
stuff closer to this. Yeah. Um, whip, but like nothing, nothing quite like this. Yeah. I, I would need to go back and I would have to play shadow of innocence again to see if that achieved a similar thing. Uh, but I don't feel like, like playing shadow, shadow of innocence. innocence. Yeah. Yeah. The, I'm, I'm, I'm putting those on the noon card list of, of <laughs> Fireballs games. I hate those games. The, um, so, uh, and one of the things I love about the Blades of Chaos, if I, if I was a kid and like somebody gave me a pair of Blades of Chaos, like uh -huh. even just doing the things that Kratos does, it would be less than a second before I impaled myself. <laughs> like it's it's really hard to tell exactly what he's doing uh -huh. with a lot of these moves. Like if it's an overhead slam, sure. <laughs> if it's anything to the side, though, like how are these retracting back into his wrist? How is he not just like cutting himself up? Yeah. You know, to an amazing degree. Like that... it's pretty amazing. It's, it's pretty cool to watch. And that's one of the things about uh, 2018 is that like, when you see this kind of thing, like you can see just him using weapons in general, you can see exactly what he's doing. Right. Right. There's a weird, just a weird kind of a uh, uh, update. So <laughs> if you ever wanted to know how this actually articulates, they answered it 13 <laughs> years later. Right. The, so what, what you're doing with these, this, these flashy moves is mostly alternating kind of strong and weak attacks, but you also have a jump. Um, and you can juggle enemies in the air. So that's an integrated comic or in a, in a combat. Um, you're doing this to kind of damage enemies, manage crowds and do some destructible environment stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, different enemies, uh, you're, they're eventually introduced where they have kind of guards that you need to break. Um, yes. so you end up needing to, you know, as opposed to just like, I'm using strong attacks just to do more damage or vary up <laughs> or just, I feel like pressing another button for a while. Um, yeah. you actually need to like. Uh, use combos that end in strong attacks to uh, to make them vulnerable and th there's yeah and and they they're they're mercifully kind of um re restrained with that uh -huh. you know like enemies with shields don't show up that often right or they have break uh guard breaks and uh there aren't it's not like arkham you know arkham asylum right where there's like a, you know this guy needs to be swept but this person needs to be knocked up and this person needs a cape twirl Mm -hmm. You know, like there's not multiple keys. Right, right. Dude, if somebody has a guard, there's one attack that gets through guards, mm -hmm. which is kind of nice. Yes. Um, uh, you can also can, grab and throw enemies. Like you can grab an enemy and do like a quick stab, uh, you know, or just toss somebody into other enemies, do damage to them. What determines if you can do that or not is seeming not ran not seemingly random. It is not signified by the sign by the size of the enemy. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a big problem with that. Like, yeah. you just kind of have to know if you can do it. And one of the, the bigger problems, and, and we'll get to this in a minute, is that, like, there are – the game is very stingy with, like, giving you invincibility or having your actions uh, stun enemies around you. Mm -hmm. So attempting a grab is a really bad value proposition in this game because you'll do a little, like, oh, can't grab him. Mm -hmm. animation and no nothing around you stops. Right, right. Um, and enemies that are already winding up at that point – you know, there's there's not a whole lot put into the enemies like what they don't wait to attack. No, no, they they you move know? to surround. They move to surround kind of constantly. Whereas in a more modern game, I feel like they they have you know when you're playing a video game sometimes like a a brawler of some type and enemies just kind of like hang back for a moment. Yeah, you know, and it feels a little artificial, but then they you know they do it and it's it's kind of great because it makes the game work. Compare this um, with something that came out the same year or hereabouts, Yakuza, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah like Yakuza does that God Hand. Uh, does it like enemies kind of hang back yeah uh, they don't do that here they always kind of move in so you can't give yourself downtime right which meant that like with grabs i never wanted to experiment with them early on you can grab every enemy uh when they're small and then um, you introduce the big enemies i'm like, okay i can't grab a minotaur and then there's small enemies again that you can't grab immediately after that right. the arc is very uh discouraging <laughs> 
with yeah. that. So high level play, like I watched some some high level play of this game and you do have to utilize the grab. But you just have to know which ones you can do. Right. Which is just a matter of trying it, building the catalog and knowing in your head the, you know, the, if, yes. this, if this is a go or or or, or a no go. We should talk about that, 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 that ceiling on 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 kind of the level of skill that the game asks of you. Right. Because mm -hmm. the, the the combat is fairly monotonous. Um, mm -hmm. once you kind of see most of what it throws at you, it just starts throwing different mixtures in, which is common, uh, you know, especially for this kind of game, right? Uh, eventually the novelty wears out. Um, <laughs> it just kind of like on normal, it doesn't really demand that you engage with a lot of the more finicky systems, right? Yes. You can kind of, you can kind of get, get by with whatever, with whatever you complacently settle into. And I never really found myself motivated to like experiment with experiment with those uh with those other uh those other things primarily because of uh, i think areas where the encounter design breaks down with either how much hp enemies have or just encounters lasting way too long yeah that, that, that's really that's the crux of it and it's the biggest weakness of the game yeah um so like it is fun once you start like the toolbox you have is fun to use yes right so like i did some some expressive play we should say what other things are in that like mm -hmm. you can do uh you can block um you have like an infinite stamina block it doesn't some attacks will actually do chip damage through it mm -hmm. but uh you don't have a stamina meter to worry about you have dashes uh which like the quick dash system and i actually end up really liking and that's this, this is good I think it's super, yeah. yeah super super useful and like We'll get into it. We talk about the camera, but like it only works because the camera is like really good. Yeah. Um, and there's a parry system, which I didn't remember for the life of me. Like, <laughs> I don't think I knew about it in 2015 or 2005. I, I, I didn't um, think about games in that term or in, in those yeah. terms, you know, like and parry systems definitely existed. You know, perfect mm -hmm. blocks definitely existed. Um, it yeah. just it just it took Dark Souls to make me aware of that. And, and the uh, so I ended up using it to some degree in this, mm -hmm. you know, like uh, using using parries. Uh, definitely use dodge. You can air juggle, as we mentioned. You can launch enemies. Uh, doing attacks to enemies while they're in the air is really great because they can't block and other enemies can't get you. Mm -hmm. So you're temporarily removed from danger. There's a lot of expressive play yeah. in this. Um, but like you said, you don't really need to use it. Mm -hmm. And uh, until you up the difficulty settings, uh, which we'll talk about, you don't need to use it on normal. And the thing that when we talk about that encounter design undermining this, that's 100% what it is. Because I could get into the idea of a more demanding uh, version of this that uses this exact verb set with these exact controls if every encounter wasn't a thousand years long yeah or if each if each enemy even on normal wasn't a huge hp sponge right what, what yeah. i would want or what i would want difficulty to articulate as is stakes for being a hit as opposed to you're putting more and more time into taking this guy down and the the yes and then the the encounters themselves are not super thoughtfully designed right like it just kind of you get introduced to you 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 have enemy a you beat enemy a you get to enemy b they throw in a little bit of enemy a you get to <laughs> enemy c they throw in a b and c right and that's the basic arc for every zone mm -hmm. like eventually it's everybody plays this club cranium this club kratos, kratos <laughs> cranium. Every, everybody beats on kratos cranium and the uh <laughs> Some of those enemies, like other than the very first enemies, they just take a long time to kill. Right. Um, you know, and it's it kind of feels like a contrast with you being very powerful. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. In this, like I, I just like, man, I could kill this guy faster than Kratos. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have wrist knives, but like I just, you know, just I don't know, like he's a skeleton. Like, that's like, reg that off, have like regular knives. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got a pretty sharp kitchen knife. Yeah. You know, I could probably do this. I could tie it to like a bed sheet and then. <laughs> <laughs> and just like probably take out this dude you know 
I kept thinking like a lot of these enemies are skeletons and it's because he's using slashing weapons. So he's only doing half damage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can't crit. Yeah. Yeah. Can't can't crit. The um, so it just the there's no real motivation to up that uh, up that difficulty. And as is, the encounters are just like really repetitive. Yeah. And and that that bums me out because like again I like the dodge I actually like the parry system mm-hmm. um, even though real quick there's an issue with that too where when you parry um, in most games that will kind of push back everybody around you right um, here it doesn't so anything that <laughs> yep. is you fighting a one on one critter um, is undermined by the fact that you're constantly surrounded by other people who are in various stages of their animations yeah. So if you crit somebody uh, and somebody else has already started winding up an attack, you don't get to capitalize on that crit. Um, there are a couple of moves you can do that you can only do. It's like the equivalent of a repost. Like you can only do after parrying that are usually like pretty good area clearers yeah. around you. Like tapping weak attack after you do a, a parry uh, does a good sweeping attack around you. Mm-hmm. Um, but if an enemy already started winding up, you have no choice but to dodge. Right. Which takes you, you takes you out of it. takes you out of it and slows down the combat. So like the way to succeed in combat in this game uh, is like constantly doing like hit and runs, mm-hmm. which is means that you're doing smaller you're not doing huge combos you're doing smaller combos um you're not engaging with things as much as like or other than the juggle thing which because right. the juggle will also remove you from danger is exceedingly useful mm-hmm. um and i did a lot of air juggling which is yeah. really fun yes i mean so, it's, like, it's, I it's fun like it's it was fun in devil may cry it's fun here yes yeah 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 yeah, um, um, like the, the monotony is really the killer, though, and you know, yes. just like, like experimentation and having a high skill ceiling, like that, that's great. That, that that is a wonderful thing. The game has to intrinsically motivate you to do that. The problem is when you are experiencing that that monotony, and it is literally just kind of like a grind through. You go through a little bit of ego depletion, right? Your motivation and your willpower to kind of engage with these higher systems, you know, just kind of like falls away in sheets. Yes. Yeah. And it's kind of an issue with the, the pacing, too, which is not a total whiff, you know, but we'll talk about when we start talking about how this mixes in puzzles and like exploration stuff. Right. Like there are ways in which I think this is very forward facing mm-hmm. with that. And then other ways where it's just not paced very well. And, and be, you know, just to cut everybody off and, and have an accidental theme month, uh, I recognize that that's all fixed in the sequel. <laughs> so, so the pacing in the sequel is good. Yeah. The pacing here suffer, suffers a little bit, and we'll talk about it when we talk about how it mixes in other segments. But the um, the the combat is definitely the biggest pacing killer. Yeah, of it. Um, um, that as you d- mentioned, so this is overhead. So we mentioned the camera. Um, I just want to give a little bit of praise to how good the camera is. It's really good. I was skeptical when I first got this. Uh, I think probably because the game that is most like this that I played before it was Prince of Persia: uh, Sands mm. of Time, which gives you full control over the camera. And it ended up working pretty well. Here, it it takes the uh, control out of your hands. And that is a huge gamble because you have to trust that the camera is going to do uh, what you need it to do. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Yeah. Like, I, I never really had a problem with it. Sometimes I would hit the, uh, the right stick to try to look at something mm-hmm. when I was thinking of the game as more of a, a puzzle game than it really is or more yes. of an exploration game i didn't really need to do that mm-hmm. you know i just that was that instinct i had and then once i kind of beat that out of myself i was grateful for being able to dodge in any direction instantly yes and like, that's, that's actually, what the right stick does yeah it's, a, it's actually a really good control scheme mm-hmm. uh for this yeah uh super confident big gamble pays off huge 
Yeah. And, and part of a general level of polish, like when we start talking about legacy, like how huge this game was, all the awards it won and everything, what's, it's extremely confident as a game. Yeah. Um, you can even look at it when you look at like bonus features and things you get for beating the game. Like there is just tons, like it, you, you have the sense that they just knew this was going to be a huge hit because they put so much work into bonus material and knowing people would want that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing people would care about Kratos and want to watch like an animatic about his his childhood. Right. <laughs> yeah, they, you know, yeah. Um, uh, so. t- technically as well, like I, I sat down with this. I played it on the original PS2 because I just had it laying around uh, from way mm-hmm. back when. I was shocked once I turned on progressive scan mode and how good and crisp it looked. And also yeah. the fact that it is, uh, if it's not at 60 frames per second, it's pretty close and it's also very consistent. Yeah. Um, and it's a little bit disappointing that I think in order to achieve that, they had to simplify a lot of the, you know, the visual chrome and design on the, on the stages. Eventually they would get over that hump and still have things be pretty rock solid while also giving you interesting things to look at and navigate. Uh, but yeah. even, but even here, uh, it, you can tell where their priorities lay. Yeah. Yep. And in general, in, in far as, as far as polish, like the sound is also really good. The sound design. Yeah. Um, the sound effects that come like opening up a chest <laughs> uh, is extremely satisfying as just kind of this whoosh, you know, like the sound effects and voice work is generally really good for the time. Lots of good There's yelling. A, yeah. Lots of, lots of good yelling, lots of good grunts. <laughs> if you like grunts, you like grunts. <laughs> This game is for you, man. You're going to hear a big bald guy make a lot of shit. <laughs> just like, uh, just really wrestle with that. Finding out who, who, uh, who number two indeed works for, um, yep. QTEs. So combat incorporates these. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's almost exclusively how they're used. Like you don't actually do QTEs for like dodging barrels and stuff like that. They, they they do some real goofy stuff with like, oh, here's a heavy door, so slam on slam on a button while on he the, opens not, it not up. A button R two. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is not a slammable button. Like that's a really <laughs> awkward motion. Yeah, you got to like, do tapping you, with your pointer finger. You got to do brain hands. You got to move your brain into your hands. Yeah, you yeah. got to do brain hand. You got to. Uh, the king of the hill. Is that the, the opposite yeah. of God hand? <laughs> yeah, it's just like the more thoughtful, where he just comes up and plays chess with people. No, 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 God hands, no king hands. <laughs> <laughs> but the the way, this ends up being a finisher, which is incorporated in an interesting way. Like this ends up becoming part of like a risk reward. Like certain enemies, if you do the finisher for them, you'll get health back. Certain enemies, if you do the finisher for them, you get mana back. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Uh, the tapping, uh, the QTE sequences are too harsh and the tapping is required to be too quick. Mm -hmm. Uh, so every time I had, if I was killing minotaurs and I wanted to get the health back, you can't, I couldn't tap fast enough with my thumb. Mm -hmm. And every time I have to take my, my hand and put it into a different position to tap with my pointer finger. Yeah. Got it. Every uh, time I, every time I Tony Hawk my right hand. Yes. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't really want to do it. The the one you know, killing Medusas is fine. Um, the ones that are just traditional QTEs are not bad, right? You know, even though they're really, really uh, tight windows. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like these are not generous QTEs. Hmm. No, those yeah, and the, and the consequences are failing is a big chunk of damage. So, like when you're fighting the Cyclopses in like the second half of the game, mm-hmm. failing those QTEs at the last thing gets you kind of perma slammed. Well, they, they they spike you into the crowd. Yeah, you get, you get really hurt. So yeah. And and those enemies, there's not – you might get more experience uh-huh. if you uh, if you do the, the move, but I don't actually know what the advantage is right. to doing it other than that it's cooler. Right. And if you can confidently execute them, it just takes them off the board quicker as opposed to bludgeoning them until they're down. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's uh, 
it doesn't quite work, right? you know, as a thing. Like, I, I want it to work. I like that idea of, like, I can do this kind of a little bit harder thing to get some resources back. Right. Um, it just, but you, you, you could tell that they led with animation on that, and they wanted to give you something to do while it was playing, right? Yeah. yeah. And th this th it plays into a little bit um, that enemies, you know, not backing off or enemies not being stunned by things you do mm -hmm. is that when you get that QTE prompt above an enemy and you click on them, it takes you a second to kind of, you know, Sims 3S do -si do yourself into position. Right. And everyone around you can still knock you out of that. Right. You know, so it's not it's not a game where, like, you can really create – it's very difficult to, like, create space for yourself mm -hmm. with the, the heaviness of the encounter designs. Yeah. Like, you can hit everybody at once, but it's very hard for you to stop everybody from hitting you. Mm -hmm. um, so when you're lining up to do one of these QTEs, it's very easy to get knocked out of it. Yeah. Uh, and, and I guess this is a good place. This isn't in the notes, but I want to talk about, um, poise. Yes. Um, and how enemies have it mm -hmm. and, and you don't in this game. And that's a huge problem. Huge problem. Uh, so, uh, for people who are not uh, so totally tuned into dark Souls stuff, uh, what that means is you hit an enemy and they keep going, they hit you and you are just thrown off of your rhythm. Yeah. You, the enemy attacks will interrupt you, yeah. but you cannot interrupt every enemy attack right. and it's inconsistent. Like you can stun somebody, but unless they're in the air, most enemies have an attack they get that and it's a quick attack. Mm -hmm. Like I would, I would like this if it were slow and you'd have a chance to parry or dodge, but a lot of them have a quick attack. They can break your combo to get out of, to hit you, to stop you from hitting them. Right. And like, you know, okay. You know, that, that, <laughs> that feels necessary in a game where most of my attacks hit in a 360 degree angle around me, mm -hmm. you know, otherwise I could just keep everyone stunlocked right. all the time if they couldn't do that. But by making it a quick attack uh, as a po and by making the enemies not hang back, it just means that there's really no choice but to take damage. It feels like, yeah, I, I watched high level play. I know that's not strictly the case, but mm -hmm. it feels like that at my level of play, which I'm not bad at this game. Right. At my level of play, enemies would just kind of like do a little sneaky little stab yep. in the middle of me hitting them. And then I would be knocked out of my attack. And then another enemy that was winding up for an attack would do an attack. Mm -hmm. And then I would just have no, no choice, but to again, hit and run. Like mm -hmm. I would just have to roll out of that melee and come back again. Yeah. I just uh, do, do, just be evasive and fill the air with blade and then yeah. hope that you nick them. Yep. And then fill the air with blade two. <laughs> the blood squad. The, um, it, it was just, it, it ended up being like not as fun a way to play. Like it's viable. Mm -hmm. I just didn't have as much fun doing it that way. I would have much yeah. rather had, Enemies be able to break out of, you know, those hit things like with a, an attack that was easy to parry and have other enemies or either hang back or just like not be able to start an attack, have like a timer. Yeah. Like, you know, so I just didn't get stun attacked and have no choice but to retreat quite as often. Right. So po poise is a big deal. I was, I was on Twitter and I was asking, like, what is the first non fighting game to have poise for the player? Mm hmm. And not just having like, that's different than just, you can't be interrupted, Yeah, you know, but have it be conditional, like big attacks can interrupt you, small attacks can't. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I couldn't really find an example. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's fight, there's fighting games that have hyper armor, but that's dependent on the attack you're doing, mm -hmm. not on just a, a player quality. Right. You know, so, uh, no, no good answers there. Um, I'm just really curious as to what game did that first, because for enemies, it's been like, we noticed that in doom, mm -hmm. you know, like enemies have, have a uh, hits done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for the player, it would have really helped this game, I think. I think that it speaks to something about the level of kind of like fit and finish on the technical side of the fighting. What they managed to achieve here that we are criticizing it in these terms. 
these mm-hmm. on like higher level terms. Like if this if this was generally worse, we wouldn't have gotten around to complaining about poise. Like that I think so too. <laughs> right. So like I think that we're nitpicking on you know the, like this the, the, these couple of high level things, but that's because it's good enough to warrant it. I think. Yeah, it's a missed opportunity thing. Right. Yeah. You know, as as are most complaints on the show. Like it's very rare that <laughs> we play something that's a total whiff. Right. You know, it's like oh, this would be this would be a thing that would make it really better. And as is, like it's not like I had no fun with this. Like mm-hmm. the combat has moments where it's extremely fun. Yes. You know, it's just, uh, you know, I had, a, I had fun playing this game actually. Mm-hmm. Like there are parts that made me want to die. Um, but I had fun playing it in general. Yeah. You know, I just could have had more fun for, I mean, for, for, for me, the like played anywhere after <laughs> played, played, played further away from near, I would have had more fun with this, but as it stood, this has kind of been a month about monotonous combat for me. Yeah. Yeah, I I think this is more fun than near combat. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. To, to put my Pokemon in the ring or anything, but no. this is you know, and that game came out much after you know, way later. <laughs> right. this. I think I think this is way more fun. It's just like a hit, you know, hidden enemies for 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 thing. sure. It's a, you know, it's 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 an unfair comparison because they are you know ultimately different kinds of games. For me, both of them had a core a, a core of kind of cordialishness in the yeah. kind of like the like the like the macro of them. Uh, that and, ended up, you know, bumming me out. Played played in quick succession, right? I, I would agree with that. I yeah. wish they were a little bit different. Yeah, you know, more more different. Like if this had been like if Prince of Persia had won, yeah, that yeah. would have been really, you know, really interesting. The the other thing too about that core meal, and this kind of gets into, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of making sure uh, this isn't skipping points. Mm-hmm. Um, I, guess, I guess that's what we're talking about because I don't know if this is on there. Like, yeah. uh, level design wise, this is interesting because it's really bland hallways. Like you talked a little bit about that lack of visual detail. Uh huh. And things, which is a huge problem. Yeah. At the same time, though, like playing this next to Nier was interesting because it, there was there's a reason to explore spaces in this game. Yes. You know, like there's secrets mm-hmm. and the, the wireframes of the levels are better. Yeah. yeah. You know, some 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 arenas had verticality to them. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. there, there are some there are some like long puzzle sequences where you have to uh, manage things across multiple rooms. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a little bit more to the level design in this. So that that helped break up. You know, we talk about pacing. Yeah. I to break up the cornmeal a little bit. Like this was cornmeal with some like protein thrown in there. <laughs> just, 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 you know? just, just a little bit of ground beef in there. Yeah. 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 Um, one area where the pacing falls down. And I think that this is kind of a, a, a problem. It's only a problem because of what the rest of the series did. God of War as a reputation as a whole, the series has a reputation of having lots and lots of interesting and flashy boss fights. Right. Mm-hmm you know worked in you know worked in that actually helps the pace right it feels like you are reaching you know these climax you know these climaxes throughout the game god of war is far more sparse in that regard uh yeah. you know i think that like there are three boss fights in this yeah um yeah. and only one of them one of them is against a, is, is against a god it was with god of war 2 where it really starts uh, becoming about uh you know kind of about boss fights uh in that way yeah the the uh much, much more so than like I didn't I didn't remember that. Yeah. Like because the the rest of the series did so much with the boss fights, I remembered this having more. Yeah. Than it did, uh, and it and it doesn't, and that's that's frustrating. Yeah. Right. Like that would have helped with the pace. It's also the the cool thing about the second one. Uh huh. Like the second one, like going on this hit list of like killing all the gods. Uh huh. Like that's metal and awesome. Yes. And and I you know the the seventeen year old me is so here for that, and also the thirty seven year old me is very here for that i think that's really really cool yeah you just don't do it in this game no no so if you go back to the original like that is just something that like it's it's weird 
for something that is like the identity of a series to not be present in the first one right yeah Yep, yep. Yeah. So that that's a that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of boss fights, when they do have kind of climactic encounters, they they're not that different than regular encounters, and they tend to just be com- like rooms. Yeah. So you go into a room, and just enemies keep showing up and showing up and showing up. And that's another thing when we talk about the combat being repetitive and kind of boring. That's the the problem. Like yeah. the encounter design in this, uh, there's never an enemy that doesn't respawn, and I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Like. You know, here, here's an encounter. I'm Kratos. I walk into a room and here's a Minotaur and he's flanked by two soldiers and there's an archer on a platform. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty classic, right? Like yeah. in a D&D game, that would, that's a classic cool encounter, you mm-hmm. know, big, slow, powerful enemy, two medium enemies and a ranged character to kind of harry me. So I then think of an order of operations. Like what are the, well, I'm doing triage. I got to get rid of that archer because he's going to interrupt all my attacks. Yeah. I go up, I get rid of the archer. Turn my attention back to the rest of the group. Another archer just like bubbles up from the ground. <laughs> and that happens two more times. Yep. And that happens for every encounter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the game isn't long. Like I understand a little bit why that happened. Yeah. Because if it didn't, the game would be six hours long. Yeah. You know, um, but it's very demoralizing and frustrating. Yeah. And, so. and, and it contributes to that monotony, right? It feels like you're uh, you're running on a treadmill uh, yes. with, within any indiv- any individual encounter. Uh, you made this point in Slack, so I want to make sure that it is properly attributed to you. It is strange that this game feels about a third longer than it actually is. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a it's a short game. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this does not take long to beat. It's a 10-hour game, which is, like, yeah. right in the pocket for, like, one episode coverage for us. Yeah. And and it's about how long an action game should be, I think. Yeah. You know? Um, and it just – it feels so much longer because they – you. it's not so much that there are just too many encounters. It's too many encounters repeated, like literally it's, repeated. It's, it's not too many encounters. It is too much encounter. Yes. <laughs> you know, in, 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 in an individual encounter, you do the same thing multiple times. Right. And that's just, that's just a bummer. And and again, it's, it's weird how like the things affect each other because I think maybe the idea behind that is that like you're Kratos. You're super powerful. You have this crowd control ability. You are just taking out scores and scores of enemies mm-hmm. because you're Kratos and you're fucking badass. Yeah. And because each enemy is a little too tanky, mm-hmm. like I wonder if, if they had made the enemies half as strong or half as tanky as they are and then made them spawn an extra time if it would feel better. Oh, 100%. Like, or just you know? have like a particular enemy that is designated as chaff. Yeah. <laughs> right. You just like, you, know, you just, just sprinkle that on there. You pepper up them eggs, buddy. You know, and there's, there's harpies like there's one enemy that is chaff, but they're fairly rare. Right. Like the basic soldier has multiple classes and eventually gets fairly tanky. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that just, uh, you know, every enemies like re-upping, re-upping themselves yeah. is, is, a, is an issue. Right. Uh, that's. Yeah. So that, that that plays into the repetition. And I think that they are pulling from a beat em up. Uh, kind of a, especially kind of an, an arcade beat em up, uh, mm. uh, you know, uh, just a playbook on that. You get yeah. some, you get some pickups. It's just your experience orbs though. So, you know, different enemies will drop different mixtures of green, blue, and red orbs. You also get these from chess, uh, green and blue orbs recover health and magic. Red orbs are your experience. Um, this is neat. This is the level of granularity that I want in an experience system for a, uh, uh <laughs> for, for, for an action game, I think mm-hmm. where you are picking individual attacks or skills to level up as opposed to go going into a more tech tree style thing. I, and I would be fine with a tech tree too. I think this, for me, this is like the minimum level of complexity. Mm-hmm. Like if it was just leveling up, that'd be a bummer. Yeah. I like how this kind of suggests a little like mildly different builds, Yeah, you know, to it. And they would do more with this in the series as well. Yeah. You'd get more weapons. 
uh, and such and kind of more diverse magics. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this, this is cool. Um, you know, and I, and the, one of the things is the upgrades like cost a lot of experience, but they're very meaningful. Yeah. Um, getting, you know, upgrading your blades of chaos gives you a lot of different moves that are significant. Yeah. You know, the first time you get like Kratos pretty twirl, <laughs> like when you hold, hold block and hit light attack, yep. you do create Kratos pretty twirl. Yeah. Like that's a, the, Kratos pretty twirl is a real big deal. <laughs> but you know, mean, getting like, that. But just, just, just getting the ability to attack right out of a block and it's a super useful attack. That's huge. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, additionally, like um, the new moves that you get from your blade of chaos, I noticed that uh, lots of them had to do with like enemy launching as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. which is which is very useful. Again, getting the enemy off the board, and if you go off the board with them, you know, time slowing down, you being able to do a lot of damage. Yeah, uh, to them. So that's really cool. The magic upgrades are also very meaningful. Yes. You know, so like, you do, there's none of this like 0.2 percent frost damage bullshit. <laughs> like, you either, you go from you know being able to slowly paralyze an enemy to instantly paralyzing them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're huge jumps, and that's awesome. Yeah. Like that makes it feel really good to get experience. Um, feels, you know, makes the, these waves of enemies not feel like a waste. Right. Um, know? and also like it makes putting, uh, it makes putting your experience into anything outside of your blades of chaos, which are your main upgrade. It makes putting, um, it makes putting those points into your individual spells really tempting and worth it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Would you, would you think you wouldn't be because you spend, you know, magic's a limited resource. You, you'd think that you want most things for your basic attack and you mm-hmm. do, but the way they scale that is really clever where, yeah. uh, you, you definitely get to the point where like, well, I've got a lot of experience. It's going to be a long time before I get to blades of chaos level four. Mm-hmm. Like, let's see what level two Poseidon's lightning storm does. Yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah. What, 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 you know? what can I benefit from now? Right. Yeah. And, and they're really, really good. And when the difficulty in this game, like it is kind of mindless for a large portion of it, but when the difficulty ramps up, um, one of the things I'll say to the game's credit is like, you do have to use fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Um, like the last encounters, uh, as you go, like you have to have your magic upgraded really. Yes. Like you have to be able to do an area clearing, you know, either armies of Hades or Poseidon's rage or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and have that really high level to get through it. Yes, I felt like and yeah. the game had given me the resources for it. It just it, it it was the time the game, I think, was going for that sense of desperation mm-hmm. uh, and worked. Yes. You know, yeah. Or where, where, where you're where you are leaving nothing, uh, nothing on the bench. Right. Yeah. Yep. Like you have to just give it all. Yeah. Um, there are other fans of orbs like this game <laughs> because there's two other kinds of orbs. <laughs> Uh, weirdly, like red orbs are experience and green is health, which is like, yeah, get that. that felt weirdly off model. Yeah. Um, blue, of course, is uh, of mana. Right. Uh, that and there are chests like there are clever little chests that toggle between the two. Mm-hmm. So you can you can fill up whichever one you want, uh, whichever one you need mm-hmm. at the time, um, which are cool. Yes. Uh, you also have a rage meter. Yeah, I always forgot this was a thing, and I think that they knew people would do that because if you're walking around with a full rage meter, I think Athena comes and says, "Use the power of the gods, Kratos." Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very easy to go into too too good to use syndrome with this. Yeah, uh, for this, you press in both of your sticks, and you just kind of go into like a limit break. So you you, yep. you fill it up by killing enemies, um, and when you use it, it makes your uh, makes you invulnerable, and also you do you do more damage. I think after an, an, an upgrade later possibly it also gives you infinite magic too yes yeah yep which is really really powerful you know just just uh doing an aoe and just spamming it <laughs> yep will do a lot of damage um so you know pretty cool once i i same thing with you i forgot to use it and uh also just kind of wanting to save it for for boss fights that i thought were going to happen and didn't <laughs> um so uh but when i remember to use it it's really good uh, we also have heart containers and magic containers in the form of phoenix feathers and gorgon eyes 
which you'll get that'll increase your health and mana bars. Again, significant upgrades. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. Uh, when you're not fighting, you are doing uh, some puzzle platforming and pushing blocks. Um, mm -hmm. Somewhere between like Soul, Soul Reaver and Low Tier Zelda, some of the puzzles are really, really cool. Uh, a lot of them either are patience taxes. Uh, mm. or like uh kind of timing and dexterity challenges the, the these like for me really neatly fall into like pretty split down the middle like good and bad yeah like some of them like if i had to do something and the the test was i had a limited amount of time to do it or enemies were going to attack me while i did it i didn't like it but some of them i thought were really pretty clever yeah um building the tetris wall yes that was uh, that comes later like that's really like you know that's pretty neat it uh, happens you move things too slowly mm-hmm but it was a cool puzzle. Um, and there's a couple like just, you know, little, little leaps of intuition you have to make mm -hmm. that I think are kind of good. Yeah. In these, I would put these way well above soul reaver. Yeah. Um, but, and I, I put these about on par with Zelda cause I don't think Zelda games have very good puzzles. <laughs> right. Um, at least like old ones don't. Yeah. Um, but this, this is, uh, you know, these are a welcome change of pace as far as I'm concerned. I would just wish you moved things faster. Yeah. And I believe so. that, uh, in later games of the series, you do move things faster. Yeah. It gets a little bit more sprightly. This is there's a weird thing you can kick blocks when you need to move them, <laughs> and uh, it's very similar when you're underwater. You can do it as a dash as well, and uh -huh. the, they undercut this by making it take a long time to charge up. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't really understand that as like an idea. <laughs> like, you, I know you gain time, but you it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Well, the longer you wait, the more you desperately need to breathe, so you swim faster. I yeah. I suppose that would work <laughs> in real life. I'll, yep. I'll do that. <laughs> the, uh, or we, like we, when we are not legally culpable if you try to do that. Like when you're pushing blocks uh, with it and it's like, you know, if I just kept pushing it, it feels like I would get the same distance. It's not yeah. true. You get a little bit more by kicking it, but it just takes so long to charge Yeah, uh, that it ends up just feeling kind of bad. It's like yeah. a place where the kinesthetics are really off. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so before we talk about the development of this, we should talk about Kratos and kind of uh, the importance of not just the, 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 character and kind of the, the attitude he represents attitude in the, uh, in the, in the Sonic way, maybe a little bit in the wrestling way too. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, al and also just like how weirdly transgressive this game was, uh, for, for, for the time as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like th this is, uh, this is huge. Mm -hmm. This was a huge sea change. Like this is the grim and gritty '90s comics, but for games, <laughs> right? Uh, um, there, there, there is nudity. There is a major character who is basically topless for no reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and people are still thirsting. Uh huh. Like I went on the Gamespack message board, and somebody was like, as of you know this week, someone <laughs> posted it was like as like a message board topic that's like the ladies of God of war and people are talking about the, the ladies with the titties who you, you, uh, you know, are, are in your, your, your pleasure ship in the weird beginning of the game that never comes up again. Like the right. feel like it's from a different game. Uh -huh. Um, you know, in 2018, yeah. Uh, people are talking about these titties. Like it is extremely like in a way that to me feels less savory than like red Sonia or Conan, but a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think the thing that makes it less savory is, and we'll we'll talk about this as the examples come up, but like Kratos is awful. <laughs> yep. Like Kratos is really, really a terrible character and a terrible person. Mm -hmm. Like he's not, you know, the whole idea that he uh, got corrupted or got used or whatever like that. He's just an asshole. Oh yeah, he he like, would. He's the he, worst person. He he wouldn't have been corrupted if he uh, if if he wasn't already really bad. Yeah, so. if he if he didn't already make like the dumbest, you know, the super shitty decision, like he's he's this Greek character who has this tragic flaw, yeah, uh, but never gets his comeuppance, right? You know, he's the hero, 
who who never overcomes it. Mm-hmm. So it ends up being a really, really weird arc, especially through 2018 eyes. But even at the time, yeah, I remember thinking this was pouring on a little thick. Um, and the, the series would grow to find this to be kind of a joke and embrace the hell out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, him casually using people uh, to get his way and sacrificing mortals mm-hmm. is something that is never commented upon and is just used for fun. Right. Um, it is never like, you know, there's an idea there of somebody who doesn't like the gods and is wronged by the gods mm-hmm. being so dismissive of mortal life. Mm-hmm. Like you could do something with pathos there. This is not interested in that. It's a it's a dime store novel. You know, it's a it's a penny yeah. dreadful. It's not interested in that. And but it's one of the aspects of the game that has aged the worst. Yeah. Um, there's a part in this game where you are like going through. You're fighting Cyclopses for the first time as a town is being evacuated, and it's a tough fight because you don't know how to fight these things. Mm-hmm. Every time your blades accidentally kill passersby, which will happen constantly, they provide you with health. Yeah. And it's like, wow, you know, I, I don't, I don't think that like this, you know, oh, uh, this means this is corrupting kids or anything like that. No, no, it's just so out of step. Yeah, with now. I mean, it, it it feels it feels more akin to Grand Theft Auto, honestly. Yes. So like, even even Grand Theft Auto has a, a a nominal gameplay deterrent for that, right? There's a consequence built in. You know? Even if it's a fun consequence, like <laughs> yes, even if it's a yeah. consequence you you go for. Yeah. You know, but Grand Theft Auto is a good point of comparison. Yeah. Uh, for um, before Grand Theft Auto decided to be serious at all. Right. Um, yeah. And I think that, you know, the, this does that kind of annoying thing with lots of pop media, but, you know, singling out video games in particular where um, juvenile, ju- juvenile, juvenilia is uh, uh, confused for maturity. You know, mm. like you look at this, there is violence, there is sex, um, and, you know, it's dealing with Greek stuff and that's classic as shit. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Back of the box quote right there. <laughs> That's classic as shit. Greek uh, stuff is classic as shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but you know, like, like, like all of that, uh, you know, it has a big old M on the front and it's talked about as like, oh, this is, this is an adult game. But in reality, like the stuff that makes it adult is, you know, juvenile as fuck. Yeah. It, yeah. That, that, that edgy. Yeah. Uh, as, as being, you know, kind of confused, you know, for, for, for mature. Yeah. That kind of thing, which which is common, right? Like this mm-hmm. game didn't invent that. That, that no, happens all no. the time. It just, it, it just, it's, it, a, it's a common trap and especially like not the hypocrisy, but it, it's more noticeable. It stands out higher when you look at something that is seen as a sea change like this, right? Yeah. Like, and, and we did that for a while. Like mm-hmm. this was a thing for a while. Yeah. You know, there's, there's probably, you know, th- this kind of like this this defined video games for a little bit mm-hmm. took over from like the space marine who was maybe like a, a violent jerk mm-hmm. but was not uh like there's like doesn't have any like postal dna like just killing civilians for yeah, for yeah. you're you're you're, you kill, kill, you're killing bugs not people with children yeah <laughs> you know and it's almost exclusively you know people with children and monsters yeah you know but but like lots of people with children yeah. uh sometimes explicitly with children you know, the, the the series would do a little bit more with this as it goes. Like two has that famous sequence where like, you know, you have to kind of like push your daughter off you mm-hmm. to get to get out of hell, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, there's like they'll do a little bit more of that. But it wasn't this is one of the reasons why people like 2018 so much is because 2018 or the 2018 God of War is because like regardless of how successful you think it was at this. And I'm of mixed minds on it. Like, yeah. But it we're, does... we're still at this point in the middle of the hype backlash oscillation on how successful that is as a rebuke or a response to it yeah. to, to itself. Some people, some people really, really like it. And then other people 
have written extremely long essays about how it's garbage. Right. And it's like, I've, I've read a bunch of that stuff and I, I think that's, you know, perhaps the truth is somewhere in the middle. Like I, yeah. you know, I hate saying that, but I, I think it, it's playing this really opened my eyes. Like the, the charge that the 2018 God of War does nothing to reconcile the past, I think is misguided. Mm-hmm. Like it is a very different thing. Yeah. You know, it, it is attempting to address some of that. And you, you would have to, any movement would have to move away from this Kratos because this Kratos <laughs> is such a pure, expression of that yeah so anything that moderates that is a big change because it's so far afield yeah you know if that if that makes sense so it just really really interesting like the first time that happened i was like huh you know like the the, the guy who he needs to get the key out <laughs> of from inside the the hydrant i'm like well that was callous and shitty and, and that yeah. was definitely just played for comedy uh you know and i was just and it's not that like i think video game you know character lives like i don't get sad about them dying or anything it's yeah. just not very funny yeah, you know, it's not it's not a good expression of dark humor to me. Yeah, and if you're going to go in that direction, I think for me, you know, it's um it's not necessary to to have likable characters in a, a a work of media or, you know, like even as your main character that you're playing as. Like that isn't you know 100 you know, that isn't always a deal breaker. The problem is you just have to handle it really really well. Uh it's always yeah. sunny this ain't. Seinfeld this ain't. No, no, no. He's not he's not likable yeah. uh or sympathetic. Yeah. Or really compelling. Like yeah. he's got there, there's some interesting things about Kratos as a figure, but it's all in the player's actions. Yeah. And it happens later in the series. Right. Like the idea of you overthrowing something of this scale, like this articulation on teaming up to fight God and it being like not a JRPG space combinations of Z's and X's that I don't know what they are. Yeah. You know, this being like gods I studied in school. Yeah. You know, and essentially a super team. Like it's pretty much the, the, the Greek pantheon is the Avengers, mm-hmm. right? Like it's like super speed and super archer and super strength and lightning powers and stuff like that. Like right. him, it's essentially a superhero story. Yeah. The way these gods are, are kind of constructed. That's a interesting articulation on that. Mm-hmm. That's the interesting thing. The interesting thing is not this tragedy that created Kratos, which is all his fault and is from him being shitty and he learned nothing and continued to be shitty. <laughs> right. And in fact, was rewarded tremendously uh, for walking yeah. the path that he did. And um, he didn't, he didn't want that reward, nope. but he got it. And then you still can, he's still a protagonist though. We don't leave him. Right. You know, you know we're still going to play him as the next game. Like, yeah, we're still jazz. You know, the, 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 the next game isn't about playing somebody else who was, you know, who needs to unseat Kratos. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, he, he is still fighting the power. What's frustrating is that, you know, with the tragic backstory, which you almost have to have in a story, you know, about Greek mythology, there has to be a tragedy in that. But like with that, there are signifiers of depth, but it is ultimately very shallow, especially here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Even though it does get a little bit like mildly more deep as it goes. And even if you don't argue that 2018 achieves depth, uh, at the very least, comparatively i think that it like undeniably does yeah it just uh, it's, yeah. it's whether or not uh the increase outstripped inflation in terms of our yes. expectations of depth right yeah yep and th- i think that's arguable yeah you know and, and i say that as somebody who really likes the 2018 god of war i got a lot of fun with that i think it's a good game mm-hmm. um yeah uh so the guy who made this is david jaffe uh, who previous to this had done mostly the twisted metal series of games which also had that kind of dark edge lord mm-hmm. aspect to them that, that was real uh, 90s comics yeah 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 that's a, and David Jaffe does not come off super well in interviews about this. No. Um, there's like an interview I found about them getting like the IGN awards and him uh, essentially like stepping to RE4. Like RE, like Capcom didn't submit their game or something like that. Okay. And he had won and like, you know, this game won a lot of awards. This is right. like 
widely praised game, um, hugely successful. And I was just kind of like, boy, buddy, as somebody who has like played both of those games in the last like year and a half, like <laughs> you, you, you are not on solid ground here. Yeah, like, he's, he's, he's walking not going to be kind of this. He's, he's walking around pumping his fist shouting default, default, default. <laughs> yep. It's like, you know, it is, you know, uh, oh, like one of the greatest games of all time didn't show up. And that's why. And even just even through modern hands, right? Like that's not even nostalgia. I liked both those games when they came out. Uh-huh. Going back and playing RE4 is just like, oh, this is still absolutely top of the pops. Like I mm-hmm. love every second of this. And then yeah. like going back and playing this, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. We fucking die, Cyclops. Like I need you to <laughs> goddamn die. I guess I'll stand back and throw lightning bolts at you. Um, so, Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Sony believed enough in Jaffe uh, to give him really complete creative control. Weirdly, this game didn't have like a hugely long development cycle. Like they kept it under wraps for a while. Uh, they it was originally called Dark Odyssey. I'm glad they changed it away from that because that would be a dumb name. It sounds like saying it's got, it would come out. It sounds like a God of War clone to me. Yes, it does. Like too too human, Dark Odyssey. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, but it was you know a, a relatively uneventful uh, development process, and it came out to huge acclaim. Also, working with Greek Myth gave them plenty to work with, but also plenty of latitude to kind of mess around. Right? Yeah, you're not getting college credits from playing this game. No. Uh, on Game Facts, there is a mythology fact, which I just think is extremely funny. Like it's somebody taking you know the equivalent of Wikipedia from 2005, right, and copying it for the entries of things mentioned in this game. But just the idea of like this is kind of educational is uh, extremely funny to me. This game facts is just a copy and paste of the Bullfinches anthology. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> to CJC, um, yeah, this is uh, the idea. Like the educational content of God of War is pretty uh, pretty suspect. Right, right. Um, it does it does remind me though. It's kind of one of the things I think is kind of genius about using that though is like, and I don't know if you were the same way, but as a kid, like I was always super jazzed to learn about Greek I fucking mythology. Love that shit. Yeah. Cause there's, there's fucking superheroes. Yeah. Like it's all superheroes. Like it's just this weird, awesome mythology. That's like secretly people with magic powers mm-hmm. and monsters. Like it's pulp as hell. It's D and D. Yeah, no, exactly. You know? Like it's, it's yeah. monsters. Like, you know, before I ever picked up a monster manual, I fucking loved reading about Gorgons and harpies and shit. Sirens. Sign me yeah. up. Like, give me the odyssey, man. And I, st- I still like reading about those things. Yeah. Like, they're still really cool. Um, so this, like, had that feeling of, like, I never felt like it was educational, but I did feel like uh, this is – I'm surprised nobody had done this before. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this, this – you know, I think Greek mythology, like, that kind of stuff just jazzes kids. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, like, it just, like, this brought me back to school where I was just like, yeah. fuck yeah, like, this guy is super strong, but you, you can only dive him <laughs> as an ankle. Right. That's cool. You know, <laughs> like ankles. Sweet. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was, uh, this was a good idea. And, uh, you know, it's, it's cool that they eventually moved on to Norse stuff, but like, there's all kinds of weird little like Easter eggs and hints of like other pantheons. They were going to have Kratos go decimate. Like they yeah. were, they, they were talking about like having him go. It's like, what if we just fucked up Egypt for a while? I, I'm I'm so into that. Yeah, I, I like the uh, the hints in of that that are in 2018. Like they don't do that, and they're not going to do that in the 2018 sequel. Right. But like those like the hints about that like stuff in the margins, I'm just like extremely like way into. <laughs> like I I am in for this guy going and because every pantheon like is a series of boss fights. Like uh-huh. that's through, Dark Souls one starts with a pantheon. Yes. Because a pantheon is a thesis statement of bosses. Yeah. Like, here are people you can kill. (laughs) It is is, is summaries of forces and aptitudes. There are many of them because they all do different and cool things. Yeah. They have, again, they have superpowers. It's the Avengers. And, like, that's one of the reasons why killing gods in JRPGs never feels cool to me is because they're all just one big monolithic pile of power. 
Right. You know, like, like give me a JRPG with a Pantheon mm-hmm. that I kill. And I, I'm so much closer to being there, you yeah. know, instead of, instead of your mega guy, like your, your initial threat that turns into a mega God and one Lieutenant, which is what <laughs> always happens. And like, yeah. I'd way, way, way more into being like, this is the weather God. And this is the, the God of earthquakes and shit like that. Yeah. That stuff's cool. <laughs> so all of that worked together to make this game really successful. Like this was uh, kind of a swan song for the PS2. Um, there were many articles that were like, the PS2 has still got legs <laughs> that came out when this came out. Um, and it looks head and shoulders above everything else. Um, and uh, this did get two direct sequels, one in 2007 and one in, I think, 20, 2009, I believe. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then two prequels uh, for the PSP. Mm-hmm. Yep, I, I played one of the play PSP prequels, and I played God of War two, mm-hmm. and the brand new one, but I haven't played three or the other prequel. Right. Uh, and they're all they're all better than this, and but still also just kind of fine. Right. I am. I kind of want to play the third one. Mm-hmm. Uh, after after playing this, yeah, because I, I you know I am where the like the one thing I'll say about the story is it doesn't like have an interesting setup at the end. Again, not interesting based on Kratos' character or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't learn anything, but like him being put in this position, I, I, and knowing what happens in two and at the end of two, I kind of want to see where that arc goes. Yes. Yeah. Well, two, like, like two, two also ends on a cliffhanger as well. Yeah. And yeah, but you know, him leading the Titans back against Olympus, right? Right. Right. Yeah. So I, I never figure out what happened with that. And I obviously didn't care enough to keep, <laughs> keep going at the time. I was like, Oh, I wonder how that tight, how those Titans worked out. <laughs> probably, probably good Titans. They were fine. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> Every, uh, you know the, the, this person who habitually gets betrayed, everything probably worked out with who he, who he yeah. sided with. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Titans didn't turn again. Titans are cool. <laughs> um, the, uh, so I just assume that, but I'm kind of curious about it. Yeah. You know, we had final let's play or something like that too. Um, but yeah, hu- hugely successful. Like there's a gigantic, uh, in San Francisco, I was walking by, there's a gigantic old style Kratos, like not the new Kratos okay. in the Sony building. There's a gigantic, like life-size statue <laughs> of him. Like as you're just like walking by and just out of the corner of my eye, I just see Kratos. And it's oh like, no, oh, he's coming for me. It's slender Kratos. <laughs> he's, he's hanging out a window and he's going to, he's going to use me to power a winch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be a counterweight. <laughs> Mr. Kratos, no. I'm good for more than my mass. You look like you have a good surface area. You'll burn. No, Kratos. <laughs> if I cut you into pieces, <laughs> you'll burn faster. <laughs> Mr. Kratos, no. <laughs> Mr. Kratos, no. There's just, he's just one step away from just like straight up eating civilians. <laughs> for their power? Yeah, or just, no, just because he's hungry. Like, okay. just because there are means to an end. Yeah. You know, like if, if this whole thing was instead of about him being killing the gods, like it was about him getting a snack, like you would hate to be the person he runs into a cage where he just starts like, you know, doing flashy moves to cut off your toes and popping them like popcorn shrimp. <laughs> it's like all toes are appetizers before the might of Kratos. <laughs> Kratos. Um, <laughs> I do not want to eat that cereal. I'm sure it has rusty blades as the prizes. Yeah. <laughs> What was your uh, what was your first experience with God of War? I just I don't have like don't remember the hype or anything. I just remember buying it and playing it. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Like I mean, I was <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah, it was, like 13, it was thirteen years ago again. So I just don't have that much memory. I think I just like went into uh, a GameStop. I'm sure I'd heard about it a lot and yeah. bought it and played it. Yeah, and liked it. Yeah, I, uh, I I was I was excited for this one, especially because I played the demo, the demo, which is just kind of the, the tutorial area, which is a little a little bit catfishy, honestly. 
Yeah. Yeah. This takes place yeah. on a boat, but like the de- like the, the the opening area is very different than the body of the game. Um, but yeah, this <clears> this is one that I pre-ordered and one that I really kind of got into. And weirdly, like all my friends were real Xbox boys. Mm, that is weird. <laughs> yeah, it's because you know, like like most of my buddies, they just played Halo all the time, right? And so like here I am, like oh, I've got God of War. They're like Sony, that's a box from Japan. What are you talking about? It's like. <laughs> <laughs> what is this eastern magic (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so that 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 was kind of bizarre yeah yeah i did uh i i bought the new one or i bought the rather not the new one the hd collection Uh they play this uh from a GameStop, and my friend my very close friend sarah went with me who is not video games literary or anything oh gosh so you walked her into that nightmare dungeon (laughs) this funko pop help it (laughs) and it was like i was kratos he was like you will give me a ride and just like dragged to the game stuff <laughs> like <laughs> put you're, your foot on the pedal you're 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 you're, you're 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 standing on the roof of the car like with chains in the windows like trying to steer it like it's rains <laughs> just, like, just uh so she she went into the mall with me uh and i went into that funko pit pop dungeon uh and, was, and i just like i was like she's like where's the one that you want like i went back uh-huh. and i found it and had the cover and stuff and i pulled it out and she just like looked at the cover and she's like that's that's awful <laughs> it's all she's very funny and i was like yeah kind of and then she's like well, what are you doing i'm like well uh you're 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 a real big uh like a muzzle wrestler and your family dies so you go and you kill a bunch of cyclopses and herpes and stuff and she's like awful <laughs> like really it was very funny that sounds uh I, you know I, I, i'm positive have i met sarah um, I don't know. Maybe I think she came to karaoke once. Possibly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I, I don't. I, you, the, 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 this this is ultimately a compliment, but that sounds like my uh, my step grandma on my dad's side, who mm. like yeah, you know, just very. She she will say that's awful, um, but in a real like southern way. Like she'll say, "Bless your heart for liking that." Um, yeah. I remember like when I was young, we went to a fun center, and like you know, hey, here's here's a bunch of tokens. Um, and then like she, she would follow me around and make sure I wasn't playing anything untoward. Oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, Sarah's not being a Puritan. I think she just yeah. thinks it's, you know, extremely violent and masculine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, uh, like is a, is a, a, the cover is extremely like, <laughs> like, like the cover of a graphics card. Oh, it's a big yeah. Omega symbol. And then like a bunch of like flaming lava exploding off of it. Yeah. You know, and then Kratos, you know, the design, which we didn't really talk about, but he, when I said a member of Slipknot, like it's not very much of an exaggeration. Like right. he's a real angular, like a big, bald, strong guy, super angular. He has like gigantic, like really, really wide tattoos. Yes. All over his body. Mm-hmm. And he's like in a loincloth. Yeah. He, he, he emerged fully formed from a puddle of mud. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's get into it. Let's do it. Yeah. So this starts uh, with an opening cinematic that is properly heightened and properly dramatic. The gods of Olympus have abandoned me. Now there is no hope. With Kratos yep. leaping from the highest mountain in uh, in in, in uh, Greece, not Mount Olympus. I was mistaken at that. Yeah, just a suicide suicide mountain. Yep. Logan Paul's off to the side <laughs> watching it with his video camera. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The uh, and then so it's starting at the end and it cuts to three weeks earlier yes. to know how this uh, this person decided to kill himself. What led him to this sorry state? So we are on the Aegean Sea, 
um, and Kratos's ship is under attack mm-hmm. by uh, by zombies. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of zombies in this game. A lot of zombie soldiers wearing those cool yep. brush helmets. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, did I say uh, cool? I mean goofy. <laughs> yeah, th- th- those helmets are very funny to me. <laughs> Just like so, it's like this, like the the cleanest awnings in Greece. <laughs> it's like everybody. Um, so you're just you're just fighting them a lot. They introduce kind of bit by bit tutorial, like tell you how to do things, right? And you know, and, and give you things uh, until you you know you kill all these 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 zombies. You head on down below deck, and the Hydra attacks, and you get your first QTE. Yes, uh, and it gives nice. It's nice. It gives you like a little like here's what a QTE is. Like mm-hmm. here's how this works. Yes, you know, um, and the Hydra is precisely what makes this opening area super memorable and super good because it makes everything very dynamic. You will be walking yeah. down, you know, you'll be walking below decks and then boom, one of the heads of this Hydra will come and hear you. Uh, and it kind of like pins you down in different different situations and scenarios. So it just feels like it's moving more. Well, and as as somebody who was once a kid who studied this stuff in school, like, fuck, yeah, Hydra. Yeah. <laughs> You know, th- th- this is a really strong opening scene. <laughs> the second game does even better, but this is also really good. Yes. You know, like uh, this is this is what, you know, you, you really key down to something where you said it's kind of like a false bill, bill of goods because like there's no reason not to think you're going to continuously do shit like this. Mm-hmm. And the shit like this is exceedingly rare. Yes. Uh, in the game. Yeah. Um, this is very, very cool when it happens, though. Mm-hmm. Um, as you go down there, you see a prisoner uh, who will not – who will not be saved by you could you know the ship at this point is is in rough straits um but won't be saved by you because he knows what you who you are and what you did yes your reputation precedes you yes yeah Uh, so you know you're already kind of a bad guy yeah uh above deck uh we get another hydra its abilities are evolving Uh, it has this ability to breathe fire and also kind of like suck you in like it, it does this weird like little tractor beam uh, kind of thing um and it will even uh grab you in its mouth and you have to uh you have to crocodile them open uh to stun them yep tapa tapa which i don't <laughs> i don't like tapping buttons in games no yeah. uh and i don't like in this game but it's actually a good thing when he gets you because you'll do a lot of damage to him yes you bust open his jaw and hurt him some more um after you uh kind of get rid of that one you continue um you do this kind of balance beam thing. Oh, I hate this. This is I, I don't mind it. Like, I, I think yeah. the balance beams in these games are kind of good. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I know. Like, I fell off them, but I like that you just, you know, you it's a pretty uh, generous tapa tapa to get back up. Yeah. And that uh, I was pretty good at staying on them. Yeah. Like, I was surprised. Yeah. I don't usually like this. I, I, I didn't hate them because of uh, because of difficulty. It just it just felt like it. It had a deleterious effect on the pace of the game for me. Mm-hmm. For me, anything that wasn't fighting waves of zombies was like mostly good pacing. Yeah, like I, I like that it, that it was there. They don't use this very often, but yeah. yeah. Um, a freaked out guy on the other side of this balance beam <laughs> says that my my uh, my appearance is an answer to their prayer, or is it a nightmare? Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, he, like he's pinned down, uh, like oh, you're you're, just, you're just so happy you're here. Then boom, slammed with an arrow. Life is yeah. <laughs> life is without value, pointless, yeah, short, you- and brutal. Yes, when you when you meet Kratos, uh, it's not going to be good for you. No. Um, so then this is uh, the first kind of like stumbling block, I think, in th- this game that a lot of people had. Like I was looking up online uh, and I remember having a hard time with it when I was young and I had a hard time with it this time. Mm-hmm. Um, is you had to push this block down a shooting gallery to use it to get up this platform where archers are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something where you're moving the block for cover because the block can take five arrows. Yeah. Um, and it will. Uh, <laughs> This, I found this like hard today, like or hard, you know, this time around yeah. and really hard when I was younger. But like it's trying to teach you about that kicking 
thing, like kick blocks to move them quicker. Um, while you're doing so, like the way that this works is you have to, once you get closer or if the block is taking a couple shots, you have to get the archers like to shoot away from you, mm -hmm. but they're on mildly different schedules. So they get more staggered mm -hmm. as time passes and they're kind of programmed to miss you. Like you take very little damage from arrow shots, but they're not perfect shots. Mm -hmm. And when they miss you, they're much more likely to hit the box. Yes. So like I had my box destroyed like a whole bunch of times doing this. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, it was really, it took me a, many tries. I'm like, holy shit. Like I'm, 10 minutes into this I'm like <laughs> wow it, I'm it, pissed. It, it's like, like to the point where i'm like okay well this box is bullshit let me just run up to the end here and like no you need that box to as a as a uh, foothold right to, yeah. you, to, to get up there it is it is so counterintuitive that a box will need cover <laughs> yes yeah and that's what you're doing is you're taking this box and moving it you know between these pillars yeah to get up it's a really obnoxious sequence yeah. um and again like the arrows do very little damage to you and you want them to hit you rather than than the box, uh, but it does stop you from whatever you're doing. So if you're charging to do a kick mm -hmm. and you get hit with the box hits with an arrow, that sucks. If you get hit with an arrow, it interrupts your charge. Yeah. And that's just, it's a, you know, it's a bummer. This is a bummer little puzzle it sequence. Yeah. And especially so early, like when yeah. your opinion of Kratos is being kind of formed, right? Like, mm -hmm. You know, it kind of it kind of speaks to how how early this game is, or kind of like uh, some of its more backward looking parts. Like, okay. What do the things the game is asking me to do reflect on Kratos himself, his abilities, you know, like, like just what kind of person is he, uh, you know, well, like, what am I going to uh, ha have to execute? Right. We've seen, you know, some, some of that we've seen tearing down enemies. We've seen fighting big stuff. And now there's managing box health against archers yeah. that sometimes hit like, like Sir well, Bane. <laughs> yeah. it, is, uh, it just, yeah. it doesn't say anything clear or coherent about Kratos. Uh, it doesn't contribute to like what makes him or his style of play work. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's, and, it, and it's super making, goofy. Making an escort doesn't add a whole lot to you. Like this could have also just been, you're being harried by arrows. Yeah. You know, and you have to avoid them or have to, you know, make your make your way over. Like this could have been a lot of different things. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and that isn't to say that any block pushing is out of character. Like, oh, it's an expression of cleverness like that. That just it just happens to be the moving blocks as a way that we solve puzzles and games. Right. Yeah. 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 And here you're you're it, you're not being clever, really. No. You know, there's one box on the end. It endlessly responds whenever it gets blown up and you can't get over to the other end. Like it's it's kind of like there's only one way to do it. Yeah. You know. So, um, this is, this is the first, this is like the first choke point for me. Yeah. Um, there's a couple, and for, and to be fair, it's a while before there's another thing I think is really annoying or as annoying as this. Right. Um, so you, so you get down there, you, you, you get revenge on your archers you have to cross over to another ship that's boarding you. This is the ship that had the zombie pirates initially. Um, and you go over there and there is a glowing portal on that ship that has the face of Poseidon. Um, <laughs> such and, a good, such a goofy way to present the gods. Yeah, you get them all through holograms. <laughs> like all, all of them, all of them are like the backs of uh, like trading cards or like '90s comics. Um, and Poseidon says, "Listen, I'm gonna need you to kill this Hydra. Uh, here to do this, here's my rage, and you get this <laughs> AOE lightning attack uh, that you can use around uh, to, to hurt everyone around you um, and zap them all with lightning, which is super useful. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things I think this game does pretty well is that every time you get a magic, you get a little arena where it's useful. Very good. Um, and yeah, it's pretty by the books but they do it well yeah um so. and this is a great first one to get too as a panic mm -hmm. button yeah yeah it's, it's very strong and it's it's interesting because the the fourth magic like the ultimate magic you end up getting is actually kind of just a mirror of this yeah 
in a lot of ways, like there are subtle distinctions, but they're both kind of like panic buttons. Um, the, the next one's just stronger. Right. Yeah. So the other two you get are kind of more utility wise. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to this main part of the Hydra that's attacking and we get our, like the beginning of our boss fight. Yeah. Here with him. <laughs> this is, this is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because you know we're, we're we're kind of up on you know we're, we're we're above decks we have uh kind of these two anchors on either side what we have to do is kind of like <laughs> weaken each of these heads uh until we can uh until we can drop an anchor on it and then we fight the main head mm-hmm. um yeah. and just the like the, the the what you end up doing to the main head that ultimately kills this uh is inventive and cinematic and sweet yeah yeah, it's cool. Like this is uh, this just feels big, you yeah. know, in, in scale. Um, there's some weird like little bits of it that aren't bad. Like you can uh, they both have that hydro tractor beam. Yeah. Hydro and his famous tractor beam, <laughs> which is a little weird. And it's very artificial. Like you're fighting. If you focus on one of the heads, the other one will just pull you over mm-hmm. to stop you from doing it, to stop you from getting through the battle too quick. Yeah. Like, hey, kill me for a little bit. You know, it, it's just it's a little bit silly. <laughs> I mean, no, no fair. Yeah. Why does yeah, he get all the attention? Get all the, yeah, the um, you know, but eventually once you get up to that middle section and you're fighting, you're on a very small platform uh, fighting this this head and looking at which angle it comes to attack you from um, to either dodge or block. And these are the mm-hmm. first attacks in the game, I think, that you can't block. Right. Or that you can only block partial damage. So, like, this is this is a rolling tutorial. This is the the tutorial for your defensive vocabulary. And I think it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and when you eventually you kill him, you do your QTE and you sever his head or impale his head on the mast. Um, this looks great. Yeah. It's awesome. So no, no arguing with it. I think like, and again, like in 2005, I saw this and I was like, shit. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause I, up until that point, like I hadn't felt like a lot of bosses. I had that sense that like, I really did something fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, also you are you like, the, the, this is a thing that is too big for you to kill on your own. Um, mm-hmm. instead of just hand waving it away that you attack it until it kind of falls over and does a death animation, you are actually like using your attacks to modify the level so that you kill him on the level itself. Yeah. Which is, which yep. is huge. <laughs> like, you know, uh, yep. the, 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 that is a level of integration that is, you know, that was rare at the time, if not unheard of. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's just big. Like uh-huh. this predates shadow of the Colossus and it definitely predates when I played shadow of the Colossus. Yes. You know, so like just fighting a real big thing, yeah. even if you're only fighting a portion of it, felt really cool. Right. Um, you know, they were both 2005, but your point stands. Yeah. Like it was, well, it, well, you know, Shadow Class is like October. Yeah. It's like late, late 2005. Mm-hmm. And also, I didn't play it until like 2007 <laughs> or something like that. Right. So, um, but yeah, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you have staved off this initial, you know, the, 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 this initial attack. However, you, uh, you hear a voice calling from inside the Hydra, you know, so you run down the Hydra's throat. Um, uh, in, in my Dave. head, I forgot that this w- wasn't the start of a meat level. No, you're, yeah. you're just going into the throat. You see a guy kind of hanging on his uvula. Well, the, the, <laughs> there were, there was set up for this, but I, I, we kind of skipped over it. Like we, we got to a locked door that had like ladies in it who were calling for help. And we saw the captain who has the key around his neck uh-huh. go and get swallowed by the Hydra. Yeah, yeah. So like not only does Poseidon tell us to kill the Hydra, but also we need <laughs> that key right. and it's inside this belly. Right. So that's who the, who this gentleman is. <laughs> yep. And so uh, you grab his hand. You say, hey, I'll, I'll, I, I got you, buddy. Your story doesn't end today. Uh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. 
uh kratos okay. says i didn't come back for you grabs the key and then lets him drop yeah and again it's just him being mean in a cool edgy way <laughs> you know this even isn't even really played for humor like and it wouldn't have cost him anything to pull this guy out of a throat <laughs> you know so it's, it's, just, it's just cruelty for because because our heroes are cruel because spawn <laughs> you know um you take this uh this captain's key you go to that room where the, the women were however zombies got them already because oh. everybody has to die if you're around kratos and it's dark and edgy um and this uh we are first in like a series of of flashbacks to kratos past yes you know he's remembering this and he says you know cannot escape my past no matter how many women i sleep with <laughs> uh, which is which is kind of like edgy and stuff but also like like i don't know i i like covering myself in somebody else's spit when I have like a bad breakup or something, mm -hmm. you know, like it, it is a good way to forget the past. Like I, I kind of don't mind this as a, yeah. a thing. It's like, know? uh, it's, it's like peaches said you fuck the pain away. Exactly. Like he, he and he's just like, no matter how hard I tried to fuck the pain away, <laughs> I could not remember the teachers of peaches. You know? S I S G O W yeah. stay in school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that didn't actually, uh, actually bother me. Yeah. Uh, that happens. And he, so he's, he's reminiscing about this. He goes into the, this rage and he ends up going towards this uh, talking statue of Athena. This is how Athena, uh, does cell phones in this game. Um, <laughs> and says like, when will my labor be done? When will my visions go away? Uh, and she says, there's one last task. Ares is attacking Athens and the gods can't wage war on each other. So I need you to kill Athens and save my city. <laughs> uh, and this is Athena being slippery and shitty. Oh, of course. As we'll find out. Yeah, because I mean, that that is also from 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 Greek myth. Gods mm -hmm. are manipulative and they will fuck over each other and also anybody who uh, could help them. So. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, you have your task and you decide, well, I need to charge up on fuck energy. So you go downstairs. Uh, yep. some, some time passes. Uh, you wake up after the ship has landed in Athens uh, and you've got these two uh, busty naked ladies uh, who are laying on the bed. And you can do what becomes a little bit of a serious staple, the threesome QTE. Yeah, yeah, because because you need dick pills. And it's going to give you boner medicine to use for kill blade. Um, yeah, uh, I, d I didn't. I was like, what, what, do I need to do this? Like, I don't want to do this. Uh, and also just like I, I can imagine myself at 25 just being like, yeah, fuck yeah, sex and games. Um, something about this level of fidelity for tit is, is extremely bad. <laughs> like they're, they're really weirdly like this game has like the stiffest titties. <laughs> Like these titties are fully erect. Like I've heard of an erect nipple, but this is like if the whole tit got erect. I'm, I'm sorry, you know? honey, you you look engorged. That looks uncomfortable to me. Yeah, like are these going to explode? That's where the red orbs come from. Are, is this explode? They're pressurized. Yeah, like, like they've been they've been dig dugged. <laughs> like dig dig jugs, and he just like pumps them all. Up. Uh, you're, you're getting pretty close to describing some people's fetishes there. Let's back off. One hundred percent. But I think this is that's what that's what's happening here. So extremely stiff titties in a way that is pretty unappealing yeah well the the, the alternative is to go full doa and have uh and, and have jiggle and wobble built in which well, also like, would have been <laughs> or like a tasteful b cup <laughs> <laughs> you know i don't know man like You'd cuck come on <laughs> i don't know it's just it, there's an uncanny valley to how this game tries to be sex like sexy i think mm -hmm. is, is just my point yes yeah. point so. well taken <laughs> Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, this is a serious staple of, of having some grunts and screen shakes to get some experience. Yeah, I, I, I did this. I thought it was very funny that as you as you fuck the amphora on the side table, 
uh, falls mm. over. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you fuck with the power of God. <laughs> um, yeah. Just very, very weird for me to imagine Kratos being horny. What do you like, mean? Like, I never, he's, he's, I can't horniness, being, he's, he's horniness incarnate. Well, I just I can't imagine him being hungry. You know, I can't imagine him being thirsty. I can't imagine him being tired, but he's just like murderer horny all the time. He's just got those two modes, you know, like need to kill, need to fuck. <laughs> you know, it, it is, uh, is kind of gross. A little bit. Um, there's more to life, Kratos. <laughs> there, there, there is more on heaven and earth than your, than your killing or fucking can account yeah, for. Yeah, than, than your, than your boner or your blades. <laughs> So anywho, uh, we start out in the the gates of Athens. Uh, how surprised were you when you fell off the thing and realized you could swim and you didn't instantly die? <laughs> Very surprised. I, yeah, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, and then I was <laughs> bummed out because I was like, oh, here's the part of the game where I fall by accident and I have to find the the ladder that they put in for people in my exact situation. Yeah, yeah. Which you, would you actually have to use because this little mini area here again, like the game kind of like writing checks that doesn't cash is like this is a weird kind of complicated area with a shortcut mm -hmm. that goes back to the beginning and stuff like this little area of docks and elevators here um as you're you're fighting normal guys on your way up just regular foot soldiers mm -hmm. um it's kind of a complicated little level design piece that again the rest of the game generally isn't um until you eventually get to minotaurs your first new enemy here yes uh minotaurs are health sponges but also your special kill on them lets you uh recover a lot of health yeah, but it is a tap-based kill. Yeah, which is uh, and the the second level minotaurs you have to tap forever. <laughs> uh, so I just I don't do not like doing it. No, um, yeah, but uh, and they they block a lot mm -hmm. as well. But they they open up when they do attacks, and they attack slow enough that they're like fun to dodge. Yeah, so I I, I like fighting uh, minotaurs in this game uh, in a vacuum. Yeah, this is a this is a good size of enemy. Uh, mm -hmm. so the, the the cyclopes are a little bit too a uh, little bit too area dominating. I think. Uh, whereas the Minotaurs, the Minotaurs, uh, you know, any given arena can accommodate like two or three of them and it's fun. Yeah. Yep. And the Cyclops, um, you know, this first one, so you get to this courtyard, this is that courtyard I was telling you about where enemies are running out, uh, and you're just incidentally killing them to get health back. You civilians. Uh, civilians. Yeah. Sorry, they look sorry, like sorry. enemies to you. Yeah. <laughs> they, um, everyone is an enemy upon the blade of Kratos. <laughs> you um, stand in my way. Yeah. Uh, so the, uh, you're fighting the Cyclops, and the first one you fight when it's by itself, I think, is actually pretty good. Uh huh. Um, you know, it's like, oh, this is cool. Like, this is going to be a prestige enemy. But it's, then it's good as, a, as a mini boss, but there's not enough like uh, kind of like incubation time between when they show when it shows up as a mini boss and when it just shows up as like part of the salad mix of. Well, it's of immediately, yeah, because you, you fight this one and then two of them pop out. Uh -huh. It's like oh, okay, you know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, that feels like that could have been used for impact. <laughs> yeah, so it was just happening. Yeah, ice cream is a fun sometimes treat. I don't know if I could deal with ice cream every I mean, day. I need to put it on toast. <laughs> <laughs> That, um, so, so you fight these Cyclopses who are very slow, uh, but have these like kind of large flails, and they die to a quick time event. Yeah, at the end, like a traditional quick time event. Yeah, yeah. Pre pre press this button, randomly generated, and you have a small window to do it. And if you don't, <laughs> they will do an end zone dance with you. So yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, they get to this doorway, and Aphrodite's head pops out <laughs> and says, "Like, hey, you need you need more power to advance." So she pulls out a Medusa, uh, so you can kill it and use its uh, head as a magic. Um, those are Medusa's uh, fighting Medusas, who I like fighting the Medusas too. They, yeah. There's a dexterity enemy later that I think I really hate. Mm -hmm. There's two two dexterity enemies later I really hate, but this first dexterity enemy I think is actually pretty good. Can you define dexterity 
for me? Well, just like a quick, like oh, a non-powerful. Yeah. Like these, they're very nimble. Uh, Medusas dodge a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, they also do the thing where they give you their stone beam and you have to manage how long you stay in it yes. or interrupt their attack. And if you get turned to stone, they can kill you in one shot. Yeah, they, uh, you they, can they, shake they, out of it, but like they can they can just murder you. Yeah, well, any enemy can murder you if you're if yeah. you're hit while stoned. Yeah, like they, they, I like these things because when they're thrown into the mix, they're a particularly spicy addition. Yeah, real real, real big deal. And you can inter- like learning what you can do to interrupt, uh, the, like their their stoning attack or um how to get out of it quickly because uh-huh. they'll try to track you is pretty fun. Yeah. Like, I think these these guys are good. And the killing them with a QTE is this, like, uh, stick-swirling one that doesn't make my thumb want to feel off from tapping. Yeah, yeah. But, and also, there's a little bit more leeway on it as well. Yeah. 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 So, in general, I like I like Medusas in this game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the, like, this is a you know, mini-boss encounter, right? This is a, a named one. I believe this is, like, canonically the Medusa, um, or at least one of the Gorgon sisters. Uh, this gives you another another spell, which lets you target an enemy. Thankfully, the lock-on is very generous, uh, mm-hmm. and you can very easily switch between them um, and expend magic power uh, in order to slowly petrify them. Yep. And you can catch multiple people in this beam, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. Um, you can, uh, uh, it is a way to kind of like short circuit some encounters, Yeah, you know, like, uh, with really big guys, like it takes a lot of magic to do it. But like, if you're fighting three big guys, taking out one of them for half or two thirds of your magic bar is oftentimes worth it. Yeah. Uh, and so like, this is a very, (laughs) unless another big guy's waiting right behind him. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I mean, in three total, like one that then responds into two or responds twice or any combination of which like. You know, taking out a big guy is, is oftentimes worth it. So this is this is a useful good magic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And one that like a lot of the magic I tended to forget that I had, but when I remembered it, it was like, oh yeah, this actually makes encounters uh, a little bit more manageable if you have the magic. There, there's several like encounters that were specifically huge um kind of melees where I had to I would die and then have to be like, okay, this is it's telling me to use magic. Yes. Yeah. What magic is best? And oftentimes this was the answer. Mm-hmm. Because uh, if enemies are clumped closely together, there's a specific one at this where I was able to petrify most of like a crowd. Yeah. Because they're on a walkway. Mm-hmm. Um, so really great. Yeah. Um, to get to further in the city, you need to scale this uh, side of a wall um, and knock down this huge statue, which opens a way to a zip line, um, which introduces the climbing combat in this. And one of the things I hinted at in the generalities, but I don't think I rounded up to is I think in some ways the pacing of this game is kind of forward. Uh, facing and one of the ways is that this game similar to like a tomb raider has mm-hmm. uh like a modal gameplay thing where you yeah. are in puzzle zone in exploration zone in fighting zone and it switches between those three things mm-hmm. they mix those in this though which i like like right. i don't think it's perfectly mixed mm-hmm. but it's not like oh here's a cliff face now it's time just to do this yeah and that's it. Like enemies will still attack you. It's not really meaningful. Like they're not hard. No, no, it's, it's not like extra precarious. It's not like uh, American gladiators on NES where something well, they, hits and you fall off. Yeah, they, they can knock you down uh-huh. and then you have to tap the button to like not fall. Yeah, to catch yourself. But it, it, yeah. yeah, to catch yourself. It's pretty easy though. Mm-hmm. And you can knock them off in one one grab. Yeah. Uh, and such. So it just I just like that it doesn't feel like everyone just stands back artificially to let you do <laughs> a climbing encounter. Right. You know, so like. That's a big thing. Like uh, I've said it a few times, like a big problem I have with Tomb Raider 2013, like a game mm-hmm. I had some fun with, but is that just like, okay, here's, here's combat time. Here's some yeah. wayside walls. It's combat time. Oh, and now it's time for exploration because 
there's no enemies and there's a big wall that I can climb on. Yeah. Like this game actually blends those lines a little bit in a way I wish games today did. Yeah. And like your attacks are different too. Like yeah. your, uh, your, your regular attack like shoots out straight. Whereas your strong attack does like a little bit of an arc. So it's not just that you're trading, you know, uh, you know, it's not like fast, weak, slow, strong. It is like, okay, fast, direct, or slow, wide, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also, like, it, it it changes the mode of play to, to where it's like a 2D game, almost. Like, you are, yeah. you are, you are stuck to the surface. Uh, your grab is still functional in a good way. Like, if you can get below or next to an enemy and grab them, like, you just instantly take them you out. You one-shot them. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is really cool. Yeah, it's good. So. It's good and creative, and I think that um, it does take a step toward uh, helping the design be vertical, right? As opposed to being, you know, in the in the hallway zone, which a lot of the stuff in Athens disappointingly is, right? But you get these sections, and it helps you, you know, feel like there is a scale to this. There's a there's mm-hmm. a dimensionality. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. I, I I like these these segments actually. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you scale the wall, you do that, you get your zip line, which is like very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, you, you zip on down. Uh, the Oracle of Athens appears in a ray of light. Um, Kratos <laughs> reaches through her chest here and she's got the stiffest, nakedest boobies. Yes. Uh, like that... her, her full mast. <laughs> like absolutely standing at attention. Like 90 degrees out from her. Yes. Like she, like her tits are in a T pose. <laughs> like, it's pretty amazing. It's, it's, it's not just zero gravity. It is uh it, it is zero tensile variance. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you, you could build a bridge between the two of them. Um, 100%. St- strong, like she's an Ikea shelf. Strong, strong like, foundation. Um, and also, you know, provocative because she doesn't just have those, the, 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 those big stiff round ones. She also uh, uh, kind of, uh, you, you can see basically everything because though she is wearing a top, it is basically just a sheer piece of silk that is kind of lazily draped, draped yeah. over her nipple. So it's like side boob, but also rest of boob. Yes, like a velvet cloth over a uh, cinder block. <laughs> the um, yeah, it, it's a uh, it's pretty intense. Yeah. Um, so she she says, uh, you know, find her in the temple. She's a, she's a a projection. Find me in the temple and uh, to the east, and you'll learn how to uh, uh, murder a god. Yes. Yeah. So this takes us on the road to Athens. Um, we crest this staircase and we get a huge vista. We actually see Ares stomping around this crowded battlefield um, out beyond, uh, you know, just as a background element. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's he's a big giant. He looks like the the first draft of uh, Gordon Freeman. He's so goofy. <laughs> yeah, it, he's a he's a bit much. Yeah, uh, but uh, between this and Wonder Woman, I don't know that there's been a good depiction of Ares in media. <laughs> no no yeah aries is not is not great no um he's the there's a um as a bad guy in marvel comics he's all right yeah yeah like he's successful hmm. you know as such but there's there's a good there's weirdly enough like there's actually a father-son comic with about that um that predates like 2018 god of war about like, about aries about a god of war and his son huh. and their relationship weird no yeah i don't know Um, uh, so this introduces uh, a flavor of puzzle we're going to see a little bit Uh, to proceed we have to petrify a minotaur in a pressure pad this gets tricky like what makes this you know not you know simple is you can't just petrify somebody and then push them like a block you have to um, time things so that they will petrify while they are standing on top of it yeah yeah and they they continue to spawn mm-hmm. until then because they you need to have a minotaur yeah. if you don't have a minotaur you can't do it 
so the uh, it can be a little bit hairy, but it's Thank- not too bad. The, the platform is big. Yes. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, as well, whenever there is a puzzle that explicitly requires one of your magical powers, there will almost always be an infinite magic chest around for you to yep. uh, take advantage of. Or there will be Medusas for you to fight. And if you do the special kill on those, they will give you mana orbs. Yes. Yep. Um, so you fight your way down the road here in the city uh, mixed with enemies and civilians ensuring <laughs> a healthy amount of collateral damage. Right. Um, this is full of houses, like uh, weird little one-room PS2-era fidelity <laughs> like houses that have secrets in them. But like there's like two secrets, and you spend a lot of time bashing down doors. Yeah. Or I did. This ended up being a bit of a problem for me because, you know, this is a long row that has uh, kind of a roadblock at the end. There's a problem mm-hmm. with the fidelity of this, and I think that later games, not just in the series, but later games in general, would do a better job of signaling what is destructible and what isn't. Yeah, um, I it's agree. N- it's not especially clear, or you're not getting a lot of feedback when you when you attack something that is meant to be destroyed. So, like, I thought that this this was just a dead end full of goodies, and the path forward was back there. Um, yeah. I actually had to look at a guide to, to to see that, like, oh, you need to destroy that roadblock at the end to proceed. Yeah, it doesn't like shake or have debris fly off it or any of the other, like signifiers you want. Right, right. For destructible environment. Yeah, yeah. Um, once you get you get introduced to the rope swinging mechanic in this game, which is not used very often. No, no. Um, and luckily, it's actually very forgiving. Like they say, you know, wait until you're at the end of the the rope. But because you have a double jump, you don't really need to. Right. What always happened is I'd end up on the end of a rope, jump, do a double jump, end up at the very top of a rope, and think I was fucked because you can't <laughs> climb down it. Right. But then just be able to make the jump from there, like just yeah. double jump off, you know? So these are all actually pretty easy and pretty forgiving, which yeah. is, which is useful. Yeah. I, I'm glad. Um, you get past the short, the, the, the courtyard into this very shiny floored temple. <laughs> and this old woman like freaks out that, uh, that you're there, uh, <laughs> runs you. away and of course falls to her death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it falls to her death in the courtyard, like it, it's, it's like a, like an OSHA violation essentially. um as you pass back through this like you need to go through this area again it is full of more enemies again so much uh, so much of this is of its time like oh uh, finally on the ps2 we can we uh, the ps2 we can do specular specular reflection so why don't we make this the shore the the floor is shiny as fuck yeah (laughs) yeah it's because there's a deleted scene where kratos comes and summarily executes a janitor (laughs) who is waxing the floor yeah and rides a tiny little floor waxer into uh (laughs) he's to kill hermes or something he he says buffer buffer no one is more buff than i and then he just destroys the floor buffer (laughs) no one will out buff kratos and then just uh uses blood to 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 wax the floor himself very effective listening to a little ipod <laughs> a 2005 era ipod shuffle um the uh yeah so it's extremely shiny <laughs> um she died so you have to jump down uh here's the part where i got a little like guide frustrated is because knowing when you need to backtrack is a little bit tricky yeah yeah like there are discrete levels but they're big yeah you know and so there are points of no return that will happen but like they're kind of rare uh and the uh you know knowing that uh uh Maybe, maybe there aren't. Maybe you can just like go back to the beginning of the game. I didn't really try. Um, there's no but reason to. There's no reason to. Um, so that's why going back here and knowing, okay, she fell down. Um, like, do I need to find another way to get forward? Because, you know, do I lose it? Like they show you that she has a key, mm-hmm. but it feels counterintuitive to think you have to go all the way back down right. and do all of this stuff again, which is what you do. Mm-hmm. You go all the way back down, you pick up the key, and then you go back through the temple. You, you go all the way back up, and that key opens a trap door that will get you onto the roofs of Athens. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and this introduced on your way back up are the enemies that have shields where you have to do a strong uh, overhead attack, like a, a light attack and then an overhead attack to destroy the shields. Yeah. So generally not that big a deal. And like, again, luckily, they're kind of sparingly used. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the minotaurs are a bigger deal for blocking your attacks. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, when you get to uh, the rooftops of Athens, you get a cutscene that introduces these spectral enemies that attack you from the floor. I forget what these are called. Uh, yeah. But they really are a bummer because you end up having to do an awful lot of running to goad them out um, to attack nothing and open expose themselves. These are like the land shark guys, right? Yeah, yeah. They go underground and Duh. they're not always underground. Like they kind of look like um, uh, a basil or hydrolisks, mm -hmm. maybe, except in human form. Like, yeah, these things suck. Uh, and the reason they suck is that they have an attack. So there's another thing in, as far as signaling in this game. So these guys burrow underground. They pop out of the ground and hit you with an attack that has a follow-up immediately. Yep. Um, and you can dodge from the follow-up, but you can't block. And that feels arbitrary to me. Yes. Like, remember way, way back in when Bonfire's Attack, when we did Neo. Mm -hmm. And Neo has that problem, too, where there are, like, there's no real signaling for it. Some attacks, though, if you're getting hit by a combo, you can dodge out of the middle of it, but you can't. But, you can't block or vice versa. Yeah. Like you can block in the middle of it. And because I tend to favor dodging instead of blocking, like it just became very frustrating to remember, okay, I actually have to block yeah. out of this. Mm -hmm. Um, and these guys have that same thing. So every time I got hit, I got hit twice. Yeah. And, and also they spend a lot of time underground where they can't be hit. Mm -hmm. Uh, and any enemy where their mechanic is being like invincible and not on the screen for a little while, <laughs> I, hate that. I think yeah. needs to go. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's the worst Binding of Isaac bosses do that. Yeah. Like, it, it, it needs to go or there needs to be a readily accessible or at least discernible uh, way to counteract that. Yeah. Like, let me pull them back up. Yeah. Yeah. So so pretty pretty obnoxious enemies, I think. Those particular enemies, the land shark enemies, those are just wraiths, which uh, seems uncreative to me. I, I'm surprised. I bet you most enemies in the same are called some variation of wraith or reaver. Yeah. Like, if they're, if they're a skeleton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so after uh, you, you have to do this like ballista pushing and turning uh, section, which uh, reveals like I guess this thing you know, I talked about a little bit, but I wanted this is a good section to highlight is like I do like how many secrets there are in these levels. Like, yeah, this is a good place for that. Like pushing this ballista and shooting in all direction will open up secrets, some of which you don't get for a while. Mm hmm. You know, you have to push it away and blast open a wall that you're not going to get access to for, for a few minutes until a few minutes down the road. Mm -hmm. um, I find that satisfying. Yeah. And so what the levels lack in kind of like visual differentiation um, or like even just like a geometry differentiation, you know, that shouldn't say these are poorly designed, It you know, because they do look for those opportunities to like put secrets in the geometry. Like they just they 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 don't just let a hallway be a hallway if they can help. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so you're doing this, and and that doesn't mean that it's not kind of a pain just to slowly push all this stuff and slowly rotate it. Like that does <laughs> right. suck. Yeah. You know, I just like that there's reason to to post it, push at the edges. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of these or, levels. Or if you you know make a mistake, um, you know, there's a chance that it will accidentally you know do something that'll benefit you. Yeah. 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 Which which I'm into. Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> so like after you after you do this business with the uh, ballista. Um, you reach Zeus, uh, you get a, you get a Zeus telephone, you know, telepathy call, uh, hello, you know, I, I'm a hologram, yeah. uh, and he gives you the Zeus's fury spell. Yeah. This is your, uh, which, your ranged attack. Yeah. Well, I think that they, they, I think we skipped a step because he we? gives you the ranged attack. Yes. Because okay. he, he gives this to you because you need to, um, get across a, uh, there's a guy who has a lever. 
Yeah, yeah. The, the, this so can happen happens. in either order. Like, like Zeus is oh, over gotcha. in one kind of area, and uh, the the guy who's holding the, the lever is over in the other. Okay. Yeah. Because because it made I went over to the so here's here's a weird just the game not signaling things very well. Uh-huh. Zeus is across a burning bridge <laughs> that the angle that you see it from looks like there is it's a collapsed bridge. Yeah, but it's not. So you so you if the way I did it was I went the other way, mm-hmm. went to this guy who's holding a lever shut. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, holding this bridge closed, he won't let go of the the lever. Uh, so then I had to go like push against the margins and eventually figure out I could jump across this bridge to get to Zeus. Right. To I, get the, the lightning bolt so I could kill him. Both of us had the same kind of order of operations there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, like, yep. Again, just one of those areas where like, okay, it's not clear when I need, when I need to backtrack. Yeah. Well, and it looks like you can't backtrack across yep. it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and that, that's not great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it gives you the lightning bolt and it makes sense if you see the lock before you get the key, yes. uh, the lock being an innocent man and the key <laughs> being his murder <laughs> yeah. so, the, um, in, in true Kratos fashion, as, as was the style of the time. Yeah, as as happened in ancient Greece. Uh, But Zeus is Fury. Like, this is really satisfying. There's something about the animation of him throwing those lightning bolts and the fact that he can do it so quickly. Yeah, it's so fast. Yeah. Like, I just love just, like, this is a tapa-tapa that I was way into doing. Well, and it's very useful. Like, it doesn't Mm -hmm. take – it takes very little mana. Um, So it's it's mainly the the – purpose the stated purpose is to kill range you know kill range to characters mm-hmm. you know from, from a ways away but if you uh like i said if you're if you're fighting like a cyclops you just back away and hammer them with this thing mm-hmm. you can usually get them into their qte state fairly quickly yeah soften them up yeah so yeah this is this is a fun spell mm-hmm. i didn't end up actually end up upgrading it no neither did uh, I. at all yeah but uh it, it's pretty fun out the gate <laughs> I think pretty good um so you get to the the man who won't open the lever you kill him for for daring to defy you um <laughs> there's a little bit of once you have this you can also go get this like treasure island there's a, a series of swinging uh ropes that is covered by archers uh-huh. and once you have the ability to kill them with lightning bolts you can go across these uh ropes and just find this little platform with like six treasure chests full of experience on it yeah that, that was very clever that you uh weren't able to get across that without this spell Mm-hmm. Yeah. so like not only when i talk about the level design being kind of like almost good except for all the reasons it's bad like one of the reasons is is not just that like pushing against the margins gives you something sometimes it's incredibly significant yeah like six xp chest is really huge mm-hmm. give you, you a know? good uh good leg up get you closer to uh to to, to a new uh blades of chaos level mm-hmm. yeah okay. <laughs> so uh we descend on this elevator you know, into a scene of just total chaos um, the temple is being sacked by a bunch of, uh, harpies here, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, the Oracle gets grabbed and whisked away by them. Yep. So you have to go chase the, the Oracle. Um, to do so, we go to the temple of the Oracle. Right. Um, uh, and, and here we have, uh, the introduction being this huge courtyard with a creepy grave digger. Uh, yep. he crawls out and seems to have an awful lot of information about you. Yep. Yep suspicious uh, suspicious confirmed in one of the prequels this is zeus yeah yep see yeah secret zeus uh, <laughs> um so he's digging your grave and he's you know when all appears to be lost kratos i'll be there to help shut <laughs> up old man crack dead <laughs> so what's your job oh well we uh we carry this uh this big sheet of glass back and forth across the street that seems like <laughs> it'll pay off later <laughs> sure will aye aye um yeah uh, <laughs> so uh you know just leave this as a mystery as we go into uh the, the the main chamber of the temple um 
We mm-hmm. have uh, a, a little bit of a frustrating puzzle, but ultimately ends up being kind of clever, I think, where mm-hmm. uh, we need to walk across these balance beams. It's you know, rafters that we have to cross, um, but we can't get across because there are harpies that keep on flying out and hearing you, knocking you off. These harpies are emerging from cracks in the walls, so you have to go up and grab the statues and block the cracks with the statues so you can proceed unbothered. Mm-hmm. And and I would, if it was any other enemy, this would drive me crazy, but yes. the harpies all die in like one strong attack. Right, right. You know, so uh, not not too bad. And, and kind of, again, kind of a good, kind of a decent little puzzle here. Mm-hmm. Um, when we come out to the oracle, the oracle is dangling uh, on by this rope um, from some harpies. <laughs> and you have to do this kind of time section to get her before you do so, before you, um, there's a kind of a clever puzzle here yeah. where you have to send down a pillar and then uh, you can actually fuck yourself over, like setting down both pillars. You have yeah. to send down a pillar, push the second pillar on top of the other one when it's partway down the elevator mm-hmm. to create kind of a, a bigger, like mega pillar. Yes, that you push around yeah. to make a platform so to clear yeah. a bigger gap. So like kind of like some of the puzzles here, I think, are kind of clever. Yeah. Um, to do so, and then you get this timed uh, kind of navigation section to save her. Mm-hmm. And it's like a tight time. Like, I don't, I don't mind this. Like, it's not too frustrating if they did more of this it'd be frustrating this felt just right to me yeah i think so too like i like this i like this segment and it broke up the pace really well like mm-hmm. it was tense uh and and something that the game you know uses very sparingly yeah so. um but you you know you save her before she falls <laughs> i think you you i think you both fall at the same time and kratos just breaks her fall yeah <laughs> something like that and yeah. then he spikes her head like, on, like a melon <laughs> For daring to touch him. <laughs> Who dares? <laughs> um, but by doing this, you kind of, you, you set a, a chain of events in motion. She says, Kratos, and with that act, uh, Kratos set in place a series of events that would lead to his downfall. The narrator says that. Yes, not the I was there's, there's a narrator we didn't really mention, but I think yeah. it's the same one for the whole series, uh, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she looks into our into Kratos's mind uh, because she's the only person who apparently doesn't know who this guy is or what he did. Um, and we get some glimpses of his past. The way this game <laughs> meets out like one scene's worth of story across the entire game is really frustrating to me. Yeah. Especially because it's pretty apparent where things are going. Yeah, I, th- I think so, too. Like yeah. it is, you know, it's it's those nuggets of story. Yeah. You know that that you're you're fighting for, and it's one way that the game is not well paced is like narrative, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a way how that's sprinkled throughout. Yeah, yeah. like I'd like a little bit more story. Um, and they could have done. It's weird because they break that stuff up into special features. Yeah, you know. So once you beat the game, you get these little cutscenes of like Kratos's origin. But I would have preferred to just have his instigating event shown once. You know, maybe one thing that recontextualizes it and then show me the rest of his background yeah. or show me stuff on the war between the gods. Like yep. what is, you know, what's bringing Ares to this point? I want more of that intrigue because like the, the, the motivation when we finally get to the end, like it, it, you can sympathize with it, but it's ultimately very thin. Yeah. Yep. And that would, that would have been a better way to do this. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, uh, you do do so, you know, uh, in this, this background, we have Kratos. He is this brutal war commander of the Spartans, um, but his wife loved him. She's the one who could understand him, and she wanted the slaughter to stop. Right. And you said, no one tells Kratos, and then you twist her head off like a <laughs> fucking grape. Yeah. <laughs> you, you open her like a bottle of pop. <laughs> yep. And then, and then go about your murdery day. Uh, you know, so, you know, he he scowls at her in an affectionate way, and then the, the vision ends. Um the Oracle says, hey, you need Pandora's box. That's the only thing that's going to be able to help you to stop Ares. And I'm like, hell yeah, Pandora's mm-hmm. box. Like, I know what that is. 
Uh, and she opens a sealed door for door forward. And this is a good note here. Uh, this is true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's a very brief stage, mercifully brief, but still feels like it's forever. The sewers of Athens. The only note that I have here is that there is nothing. Yeah. This is, this is nothing. This is, this is, they don't introduce any new enemies. There aren't really any puzzles. It's a long hallway with like a series of encounters, most of which have archers on the side. Um, and that's it. Yeah. So, mm. This deposits us into that famous desert that is right next to Athens, uh, mm -hmm. the Desert of Lost Souls. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The uh, <laughs> so the, the, there's uh, there's all these uh, sandstorms uh, that that are there in front of you. Um, another statue of Athena, Athena phone tells you like, <laughs> yes, get Pandora's box. Um, the Temple of Pandora is on the back of Kronos, and we get this cool cutscene. Yeah. Uh, here and this is great. Like I, I like this so goddamn much. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch the special feature thing about this in modern times? No. Oh, dude. Like it's super cool. Like I, I guess there's no reason to not talk about it now. Mm -hmm. There's like a, a little teaser thing, and they never did anything with it. But it's about like a group of researchers finding in the middle of this desert, like the skeleton of Kronos with this tower on it or this temple on his back. Holy shit! Like people roll up in trucks and shit, and there's this <laughs> gigantic skeleton splayed out. In the, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like the, the, the news footage, like it's super cool. Yeah. Well, he's not just carrying the temple on his back; he's carrying a whole fucking mountain on his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's um, that's badass. I love the idea, of, like raccoon sending in their people or whatever. Like, it's <laughs> like, give me the stupid. <laughs> I gotta have it. <laughs> like, <laughs> give me the stupid. Is that, is that another i mean i've got i've got the i've got the catchphrases like, right I, here i don't see why not like I, I think it's probably pretty good we have to once it gets to 2019 we can't use any of those anymore so we have to get them all out okay. you know so um but yeah I, I i'm pretty into it like they never made that game but i was like really like i wanted it um giant skeleton that so this is really cool you get to the desert and this is a, kind of an interesting section like we have to follow audio cues yes to find these sirens uh, and sirens are a pretty annoying caster enemy. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they'll harry you. The first one you fight on her own. The second one has uh, regular enemies with her. The third one has minotaurs with her, I think. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you just, you listen for the sound. It's not too bad. Exploring the desert gives you a lot of chests. Mm -hmm. right there, and it's not that big. Yeah. Like, this is not too obnoxious. You're in the middle of a um, sandstorm, which is the only thing that kind of complicates things a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I can't imagine doing this if you're hearing impaired, but it was a different time. Yeah. Well, we just didn't we just didn't care. At the time. It, <laughs> no. was, it was before it was before there were people who were hearing impaired. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, so you go through here. I love that. I'm glad you pointed this out because one of the things about the QTE events is that they're like super brutal mm -hmm. uh, and there's a base pleasure in that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and this one, you bend their backs backwards. Yeah. You, you bend you bend them in half. You you, yeah. you fold them like a like a, a fucking couch with a bed in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so pretty pleasing. Uh, br very, very brutal. That, that That is something, though, like as cool as those are, it kind of made me want more. And maybe I'm looking at this through Doom 2016 eyes. But yeah, like some yeah. variety, like, you know, even if it was just, you know, three or four and one of them was just like a little bit rare or very situational, that would have gone a, a long way. But I don't know. I don't know if that's just me being a gamer and needing a treat. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Dune 2016 is a good point of comparison for those. Yeah. Really? Like in the way they actually work is very similar. Yeah. You don't have to do a QTE in Doom 2016, but you do have to like hurt enemies enough to get them to that stage. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder <laughs> if there's actually any influence there. I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised. You know, yeah. I mean, and also 
I don't know. I was pretty blown away when I played this back in the day too, with with, with yeah. both the idea of finishing UTEs and also the brutal animations. Like it's unfair to compare a game in 2005 to 2016, but it's like if anything, if this is the origination point, it is. It is. It was fertile ground that led to something really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Yes. <laughs> so by killing all of these uh all of these sirens you unlock the path to the temple inside there's this huge crushing wheel with a conveyor belt under it um mm-hmm. and you need to kind of push this block along the belt um you know to reach a high ledge and enemies will come out and like delay you um this yep. kind of like a little side scrolling area yep and you you know you, you don't want to get fed into this, this. <laughs> thresher no kratos doesn't end. get thrashed kratos is the one who thrashes kratos thrashes <laughs> like him just yelling at corn <laughs> <laughs> the um but the, it's funny this is such a weird like i don't even know what this area is because it's called a temple but it's really it's just this vestibule to a path to a temple yeah like you just go through this and you come out and i'm back in a desert and it's i'm like a, what the fuck happened it's a, it's a chronos docking station is what it is <laughs> yeah, yeah, or just slides in his gigantic member like what kind of docking are you talking about and, 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 like, he sounds himself with a thresher oh fuck's sake man too much well, <laughs> no it's like docking yeah. like a fucking uh like, like a boat or a phone oh okay Something. i was thinking the penis <laughs> <laughs> I got you. We're bad influences on each other, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the the uh, so so you get through here to another area, and I just feel like they they could have done either of these instead of both, right? Right. Like this could have just been the the temple. Yeah. Um, but you you get to this thing. There's another. There's more sandstorm. You blow a horn uh, to kind of part the sands, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, crawls Kronos over, and you get a little cutscene of you climbing the mountains, uh, spending three days. Uh, just to show that scale yeah. um, to get up to Pandora's temple, which is the meat of the game. Yes. This is, this yeah. is like the game. Everything has been preamble, even the preamble. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so most of your time here and the cliffs of madness and the architect's tomb are no, you know, they're not small, but you right. spend most of your time in Pandora's temple. Yeah. So uh, this is the temple that is on top of the mountain that is on the back of Kronos, like we said. Uh, you work way up to this to this really uh, grizzled, mangled caretaker who is burning burning some bodies. People who apparently did everything you did up to this point successfully. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, they climbed up the three the three things <laughs> yeah. uh, the three three days of mountain climbing. Yeah, um, yeah, the uh, pr- pretty silly. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy's voice actor is too modern. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know who which voice actor it is, but he does not fit in mm-hmm. this cast. And he looks like he's like one of his arms burned away. Like he looks like, um, you know, like a weird Morlock mm. or something like that. Like he doesn't look right. He's, he looks like a uh, table. Yeah. 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 He, well, he, anybody can be used as a table uh, in the domain of Kratos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you will be a credenza. K- 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 um, Kratos will decide if you are a table. <laughs> <laughs> you, you please me. You <laughs> shall be my chair. Um, <laughs> sounds weirdly sexual. 
we're, we're making a way more fun version of Kratos. Like, I want to pitch a TV show. Like, you and I should pitch a TV show at a Cartoon Network that's about, like, just this guy who just does this shit all the time. Just, like, reacts to every situation this way. It's, like, a little bit like 2005 webcomic, but I think it's funnier. Oh, yeah. Um, and in 2005, it would have been, like, innovative as hell. Yeah. Look out, control, alt, delete. <laughs> Win.jpg. The, um... <laughs> Gain.jpg. Yeah, gain. The, uh, that's, that's better. The, um... So anywho, uh, he's burning his body. He says, like, hey, uh, everybody who I kill comes back as a guardian, uh, but I guess I'll open the gate for you anyway. Right. Good luck. Uh, you kind of go, you you scoot around, you fight some big guys uh, until you eventually get to this this temple, uh, which is this series of concentric rings. Yeah. Um, this gigantic mechanism where you can push it and push the hallways around to different openings. Yeah. Like you're trying to rotate them. Your Your, your ultimate goal is to create a path for a beam. To get to uh, the center. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this manifests, you have several different challenges that I think were designed. I, f- I forget the exact lore behind this. They were not designed by each god, but kind of designed around the theme of each god. Um, mm-hmm. And weirdly, the architect of this place ends up being a little bit of a background character for all of this. So there's a little bit of a, there's a little bit of a uh, Trevor uh, situation going on. Yeah. Here. Yeah. 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 Um, the first one that you do, like, and this is also called different challenges when you get them. The first yeah. one you do, um, so you, you find Artemis on your way to the challenge of Atlas and Artemis gives you a new weapon. Um, the, the blade of Artemis, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Like it's a big slow thing as opposed to your big fast thing. Yeah. Has a but, but, slow, has a, has, has less reach counterintuitively. Mm-hmm. And the biggest problem with it is it has no moves. Like you upgrade right. it and you can just do more damage. Like, I actually like this thing a lot, but it can't guard break. Right. Like, you can't do a lot of the things you need to do. It feels like a, like a barely implemented kind of system. Yeah. This is something that, they would go on to uh, uh, expand upon in, yes. in, the, in the other games was just kind of more viable alternate weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, your upgrades also don't do an awful lot more. Like, it just increases your damage um, more than anything. So you don't, like, have an extra move set. Well, for this one, yeah, you get no extra moves. Right. The, the moves you start out with are the only moves you get. Right. Um. So takes away the progression and the growth, which is a bit of a bummer. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have liked to have had this option. And the way you switch between just by tapping L1 and R1 at the same time is very quick. Um, Again, just like nitpicking, like if this had been a more modern uh, game, I think that it would uh, that would be an attack switching between them, kind of like Bloodborne. Yeah. Because as is, you're you're vulnerable when you switch Mm -hmm. and the game doesn't really work with that kind of rhythm. Right. You know, Um, so you start with this challenge of Atlas. Which is lots of combat, mm-hmm. including too uh, many Medusas. This is yep. the area where I got frozen, uh, frozen and shattered more uh, more times than I would like to admit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I probably died more times than I would like to admit in this game in general. Yeah. You know, and it's not like they're necessarily unfair. Like, it's not like they're terrible deaths. It's just right. like, you know, it's not that hard of a game, but I still died quite a few times. Yeah. Um, so you fight a lot of Medusas. Um through these kind of you kind of cut through those areas of fighting until you eventually you're trying to get the shield of Zeus and the shield of Hades. Yes. Um, and you do some puzzles as well uh, for this, um, including the one where you do the uh, the Tetris wall where you have to rotate. I think that's here. Is is that here? I think it's one of the later ones. That might be uh, that might be Poseidon. Um, oh, OK. Let me do it. No, a... The Poseidon one is the underwater one. Yeah. No, this, is, this is here. OK. Yeah. This, is, this is the way you get one of the shields. Yeah, I think. Um, but you get these two shields to open up a door. Yeah. We should talk about the about the Tetris thing. Uh, like, uh, so 
the item that we need to get is behind kind of a force field, and we see one piece of the wall, like, you know, like geometric Tetris block shape uh, that is still in place, um, and we have uh, multiple uh, blocks that are not necessarily in the right orientation, so you need to figure out how to, how to rotate them so they will all fit together to form a contiguous surface so that it will drop and reveal, uh, reveal yes. the item. It's a super, and- it's a super cool, like, spatial reasoning puzzle. Well, and the and the the trick is like the the thing that makes it like a little bit clever is that there is a, a spare block. Yes, there there's one little stone block that you think you might need and you do not, mm-hmm. uh, and it will fuck up your zone. So you yeah. just have to get it out of the way. Um, but it being there is is you know, it uh it, it threw me for a little bit of loop. Yes. The um <laughs> you get the handle you get the, of, <laughs> you get the handle of Atlas and the then you get into the handle of Atlas. Yeah. <laughs> This is the this is the the hinge of Poseidon. <laughs> yes, the flange of <laughs> the lows of Zeus. <laughs> um, <laughs> this challenge has one of my least favorite rooms in the game: the fucking oh, bus saw room. This, this is so bad. It's like so you got yeah. a you got a, a a grid of grooves that buzz saws will go up and down in different rhythms. Um, that in in and of itself would well, a well that wouldn't be enough of a challenge. <laughs> Um, but stacked on top of this timing demand, you have to hit these two switches that will revert back to their original position within a certain amount of time. Uh, hit one and then navigate, navigate your way to the other. The problem is the buzzsaws don't just hurt you. They knock you down. And if you get hit by one of them, uh, you, yeah. you, you know, just, yeah, you're, you're fucked. You have to start over. You have to, yeah, you have to do it perfectly, Yeah, which sucks. And like, it's my least favorite kind of puzzle in video games anyway. Yeah. is like, you have a little, like you click a button a little TikTok starts and you have to do a thing quickly Yeah, because the penalty for that in this one, like you are getting hurt, mm-hmm. but generally the penalty for that is just like wasting my fucking time. Yeah. Like I, I hate those puzzles. Like just, you know, don't, if this is a puzzle, like stop testing my meat. Yeah. That's my brain. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's just, uh, it's very obnoxious. I hate this fucking thing. Um, and I, I felt like the, the margin for error in this, like the amount of time that they overlap is so slight that I thought I was doing something wrong. Same. I and thought because, there was something I needed to like drop onto the arena from above. Yep, me too. So I went, I did a lot of backtracking to see if there was anything I needed and like that wasted a lot of time too. Yeah. So pretty frustrating. Um, yeah. Uh, but eventually you get both of them. If you do it perfectly, you get through this door. Yes. That leads you to one of the architect's row- rowdy adult sons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, which of course you rip off its skull. Oh, of course, because that's the key that you need. <laughs> All skulls are keys to Kratos. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, you you rip off his head, and then this is uh, one more key that you need to start rotating another ring inside. Um, when you head back in, you find this hallway full of carnage, and we get another flashback showing more of the more of the backstory here. There's a particular battle uh, with some barbarians from the east. Uh, and Kratos, you know, they're cornered. He calls out for help from Ares, offering his own life for victory, uh, which is a shitty, shitty uh, kind of a demand to make. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the idea being like, you know, it's not so much he does it for his own life or he does it to protect his army or his men. Like he just, the idea being that his, he just wants to win. And that's supposed to be his like Greek flaw, mm-hmm. his tragic flaw. Um, but it's just it's not sympathetic. No. You know, and then once we get to how this gets like the knife gets twisted, it makes no fucking sense. Right. Like it is fairly arbitrary the way that Ares decides to screw over Kratos even further mm-hmm. with this shit. But he says, you know, I'll be your servant. Yeah. And that's the, that's the, the section of the cutscene we get. And then we move back. Uh, so we can now uh, create the beam. We can get into the next ring uh, there. 
Um, there's a very funny thing where there's a huge rolling cylinder, it's like, like a, a, you have to run on like a log. It's like an American Gladiators challenge. Yep. <laughs> very funny. Yeah. So, so you run along with it in order to get to a ladder. This gets you into uh, the challenge of Poseidon. Before we get to swims, uh, we uh, have to fight little baby Cerberus. Cerberi? Cerberus. Yeah, the Cerberus fights fucking suck. I, I hate this. This is a yeah. very bad punishing design. Uh, yep. And by punishing, I mean uh, either do it either do it perfectly uh, or just fight something that will take you much, much longer to beat. Yeah, these things suck. So you, you fight a Cerberus, and Cerberus is already pretty bad. And yeah. the, the worst thing about him is that he has a tackle that doesn't do that much damage, but takes you out of the fight for a long time. Yeah. And the reason that sucks is because he has a bunch of puppies, and if you leave them long enough, they grow up so fast. <laughs> uh, and then you have this thing that is a proper mini boss, and you're fighting multiple versions of them. Yes. Um, um, so you have to focus on the little guys, but of course, because it's God of War, they keep respawning in a way that you can't really tell if they just keep respawning or what. Yeah. Uh, fucking real obnoxious. Yeah, it gets out of hand real quickly. It's a really like, kind of like triple situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it, 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 it sucks. <laughs> yeah. So um, this gets you into uh, kind of a famous scene in the game uh, where you have to get Poseidon's trident. The way forward is blocked by a mechanism. Um, and specifically, like uh, the architect has, you know, has said, you know, we demand the ultimate sacrifice in order to proceed. There is a soldier in a <laughs> there's a soldier in a cage. Uh, at, at, at the bottom at, at the bottom of this big slope you have to push him up to the flame room to sacrifice him as he begs you for his life yeah yeah what's that guy doing there other than just to be edge fuel yeah you know like it's it's silly like that guy climbed up the fucking mountain <laughs> you know i i don't know um, yeah it's, it's 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 a pretty famous moment yeah. in this of just being and again like the, just the the People in mid two thousands, man, like myself included, were just like, "Oh, that's fucking cool." I mean, just but like, it's this dude is serious. It's something that, that like, I, I don't know that I'd seen it. Like, I don't know that I'd seen a game have a character beg me not to kill them and then I kill them. Yeah, you know, like that's just not. And I, I just, I, I can't, I can't immediately think of an example that would that would counterman or that would that would predate this, right? Yeah. Um, what's interesting about this is the way that it changed in different um different territories. Uh, in order to get past, you know, ratings and certification, uh, some of them made him not beg uh, at all. Mm. It was just he was just a soldier. I believe in Japan or maybe Australia, one of the two, um, they replaced the, the the human soldier with just a zombie uh, mm -hmm. in, in, inside there. So you were killing a monster, which kind of undercuts the idea that you're making any kind of sacrifice. Yeah, who, like, I've sacrificed literally hundreds of these guys yeah. on the way here, aren't you? Well, you, you sacrificed one hundred and one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the um yeah so it it's um you know it's a thing yeah i guess like it, it is uh it is what it was it is the style at the time mm -hmm. uh i do think it sucks yeah so um the second part of this challenge uh is all swimming all the time um this is the first time you've really had to do this in quantity and also it is very um demanding in terms of understanding how to dash swim because it well, will... we did we we picked up a thing for this too we didn't we didn't say what it was oh the trident so you, yeah. yeah you get the trident uh which seems like it's gonna be a weapon but it just lets you swim under it lets you hold your breath forever yes yeah yeah um the reason the the, the the what makes the timing of this difficult is it will put you in long underwater hallways that you have to uh that you have to get through in a certain amount of time or else the uh the hallways will collapse in blades on top of you and kill you mm -hmm. yeah. and you have to do that kind of charge which again doesn't feel like you're going faster 
because you have to like charge up before you dash and also like you have to find a rhythm of it as well yeah yeah yep um so the underwater stuff in this could be a lot worse i think you know like it doesn't control that well or that poorly underwater like Mm -hmm. i think that's usually kind of a nightmare yeah yeah uh, in general but like i like i like the way this controls underwater more than i like how metal gear solid 2 controls underwater. oh 100 for example i, I think the camera like, does a lot of favors as well yeah yeah you know it's just uh again those kind of like, kind of tight margins and not knowing exactly what to do is a little bit frustrating yeah, yeah. um the, one of the hallways you do i don't know if it's here or if it comes later but it like closes very slowly uh-huh so you don't know that it's closing right away and like the idea there might be like hey uh you know like this is a cool puzzle because you have to note it you have to notice <laughs> that it's going to start closing but like honestly what that means is by the time you can notice it you're just going to die and just have to do it again right you know so yeah yeah do not like semi-mandatory retries not good. yeah 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 not my, not my favorite thing so not as bad as it could be but not great yeah no. um you've been getting muse keys uh, you get these muse keys you open up this chamber with this magic sand and get a bunch of experience points i think that some of this stuff is optional um, you've been able to get like, I think in this section there is, uh, and I don't think I got it. I think I just read about it. Mm-hmm. There is, there are some items like necklaces or something oh. you can get that open something up that's optional and you can get some experience stuff. So there's more secrets here than initially seems. That's cool. Yeah. But I missed them. Yeah. The magic sand so. is just like a real quick, uh, recover that you get in here and also just a ton of experience points. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you swim through a hole in the water now that you have Poseidon's trident, which lets you swim indefinitely uh, to get to the next text, uh, next test, the challenge of Hades, mm-hmm. <laughs> which introduces uh, centaurs. This is the uh, this is the challenge that is the most heavily themed as well, uh, mm-hmm. where like where specifically like everything is real metal and covered in blood and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, the centaurs are impossible to take seriously in that context because they look like fucking Muppets. They look yeah. like they were imported from Warcraft. Yeah, they're they're pretty silly. <laughs> like, there's not enough detail uh, to them. There's one of the bonus features you can get. This are um, all the discarded designs. Okay, they have uh, for enemies, and these guys uh, originally uh, just didn't have skin. I think hmm. was their first design, and that also looked real goofy. <laughs> so they they struggle with this at least a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, including they were just going to have straight up skeletons and decide not to have them. <laughs> so, so strike one. Yep. Um, yeah. But yeah, these things are silly. It's not actually that hard to do what you have to do. You have in these magic circles. They have four little lights mm-hmm. and four things need to die in them. And luckily you have a bunch of AOEs. Yeah. So you get all the, the centaurs in the middle there and you hammer your uh, Poseidon's rage yeah. and you can get them to die in there in pretty quick succession. Mm-hmm. So um, that opens the door. Um, there's another like kind of boulder hallway here yeah. where like you know you have to get through and there's all these doors that have dead ends right to them and then this balance beam section that has spinning blades on it yeah you're going through which is a little a little bit much you know yeah definitely these are not the spinning blades that everybody complains about um but they are still uh pr- pretty pretty frustrating i believe here at least falling is an is an instant death which is merciful but still mm-hmm. a bummer um yeah, yeah. Uh, th- there is, uh, a-, a large door from the beginning that, uh, uh, that smashes open and the- this gets us our second boss fight in the game. Uh, mm-hmm. seven hours in good job. Uh, this is the Minotaur. Yeah. Yep. Not the ones you've been fighting. No. Yeah, the bigger, the bigger, bigger Minotaur, the Maxitar. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't like this boss fight very much. Um, like it, it's a little bit, it's fiddly. And, like, what you're doing is you're, like, smashing off bits of its armor and then hitting it with this launcher. 
mm-hmm. thing. The window for doing that's a little bit shorter than I want it to be. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like the camera kept zooming out too far. Yeah. So, which is a weird thing. Like usually the camera has been very good. Uh, but this one, I just kept like getting disoriented from it zooming out when I went into the, uh, the log launching zone. Yeah. So I think that the camera is an accomplice in two kind of like weird design flaws in this fight in general. First, uh, you're fighting a big enemy. So it stands to reason that the arena would have to be pretty big. You have to cover a lot of ground, um, in order to, uh, kind of execute the things that you need to execute, you know, to fire the log launcher and stuff. Additionally, this is a very modal fight. Like, you know, yeah. where, like when you well, like, okay, so you attack, attack, attack until like he gets stunned and like wobbles exactly into the position that he needs to get into. And the camera, I think, is following the cues from what phase you're in as opposed to like where you're at or what you're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, not my favorite thing. No. But eventually you hit him three times. It's very Zelda like that. Like you had to hit him with a log three times. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that's very, that's pretty neat about this, I guess. Yeah. Let's, let's put this into the neat meter. Um, is that his, uh, his, his life bar is armored itself. Like it's a neat little bit of inventory, not inventory, a, little, a neat little, uh, I- interface thing. Whereas you, da- as you damage it, like our pieces of armor or rock fall off of his life bar until ultimately he's exposed. And then you are taking out his actual health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And once you get him, uh, Hades gives you a new ability. Fuck yeah. Hades <laughs> uh, gives you the army of Hades, which releases a bunch of homing spirits that kind of juggle everybody Yeah. in the area. And this just does more damage when you upgrade it. And it's very powerful. Yeah. So it takes a lot of magic, but is very powerful. Yeah. So like, Hey, keep everybody busy for like a second for me. Yeah. Yeah. So all of the mm-hmm. rings are open, and the final little task here is to rotate the rings to line them up so uh, uh, you can raise this statue of Zeus, inside of which is an elevator that will take you where you need to go. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you uh, you head on up, uh, and we're introduced to the setters. Yes. These kind of jackal-like enemies who are the ultimate like dexterity enemy in the <sighs> game. Uh, yeah, these things suck. Yeah. Uh, what a weird thing is you can grab them. <laughs> I did it on accident, and it's like, oh, well, shit. They, they, you know, they, I mean, it might be because, like, they're low mass. They look huge because they're ultra lanky. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, well, and also, I mean, size has no bearing on. Right, grabbing. right. Like, you just can. Like, yeah. And sometimes, if you've done an arbitrary, they never get a QTE above their head. If you've done enough damage, your grab will be fatal. If not, it will just hurt them. Yeah. So when you when you do the uh, the kind of thing. So it's pretty silly. Yeah. Um, I do not like these guys. They block you constantly. Yeah. They spin their, their spears. And block you a lot. They're not good additions to a mix. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. That's exactly it. Like they're yeah. kind of like mini bosses on their own. And then immediately, because the, because of God of War, like you get introduced to these guys with a thousand minions. <laughs> Seder oh. Seder Day Night Fever. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Indeed. Seder Day Night. Um. Yeah. So we get past a couple of them. We find this harpy eating a corpse. This is a warning. Uh, this RP was sent as a warning to eat a snack and send a message. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the, the message is, uh, it's been a little while since you've had a break. <laughs> yep. So go, go get yourself a seven 11, uh, stuffed waffle. <laughs> there goes. Yeah. Um, but speaking we... of like, there's a seven 11 across from my house now. Since okay. I moved. And that's a, that's a real warning. Cause I was in there like getting a convenience store thing and looked over at the food thing. And I was like, I bet you someday in the next six months, I'll see you. <laughs> not, you know? not today friend not today but well, like you know what it might be that we circle each other for a few years you know maybe yeah. maybe, maybe i'm eating something when you're available maybe uh maybe i'm hungry when there are none of you left but it'll happen 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At, at, uh, at some point, like I will end up getting a stuffed waffle or one of these like taco, like miniatures, just like little, like they look like tiny tacos full of cat food. <laughs> like they're, they're, they're not taquitos no no they're little like little tacos yeah because we got we got a speedway here and i'm they, they call them tornadoes but they're like little taquitos and they're they're, they're on the sausage roller yeah they have those here too yeah. yeah they have these and mini tacos huh little hard shell tacos full of cat food is what they look like hey gary what's the waffle stuffed with uh i don't know <laughs> so I, I just they probably 48 hour energy okay like i don't actually know you know Oh. Eat this waffle if you don't want to sleep for two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the waffle is stuffed with. I had to find out. <laughs> I had to bite to the center of it. But that is also a grim warning for me. Yes. Like someday, it's like I'm going to be drunk enough, and it's going to be late enough that I'm going to eat the from the hot bar at the Seven Eleven. Mm. I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah. Oh well, I'm looking it up. Don't worry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Oh, it's the, got to, uh, it, it might not actually be as bad as you think. It's it, it's got sausage, egg, and cheese inside of it. Well, that's what I assumed. Yeah, like it, it's more the fact that it's just been sitting under the Seven uh, Eleven lights. Yeah, forever. And also, you know? it's waffle batter, so it'll be like weirdly sweet. And I do not trust them not to try to incorporate some kind of maple glaze. Oh yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like Seven Eleven doesn't have a high standard for hot bar food, right? right. You know, it's like it, like you go into Seven Eleven, you'd probably you're better off eating the egg sandwich from the cold section which is fucking vile <laughs> yeah oh so. well <laughs> so so anyway i forget what we were talking about oh kratos gets another flashback uh based on this warning uh saying hey uh this is when he was called to Ares. uh Ares descended from uh, olympus you know to make kratos his champion so now he's not just you know he's not serving sparta like he will go and do odd jobs for Ares himself uh Ares, you know in exchange for this service destroys all of these barbarians and actually seals the blades of chaos to to, to kratos's flesh mm -hmm. we should also note that uh you know that this is just something i take for granted because kratos's design is so iconic um even though kratos uh in, in present day is ashen white like, it mm -hmm. looks like his skin is painted or something like that. In the flashbacks, he's more properly flesh-colored. He is not ghoulish. Yeah, he got turned into in this monster. Yeah. Hey, the fact that those are seared onto his wrist means those are there during the sex mini game. <laughs> that, that's got to be dangerous as hell, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's scary. Hey, we're working in. No. Yeah, and you probably could. <laughs> Light blade play. <laughs> um, yeah. Incognito window. No, I'm not. Yeah, gonna, so, so I'm the, not going to uh, look up blade play. <laughs> no, please, please, please do not. Um, yeah. The uh, so after we get this again, a mini flashback, we're heading over to the cliffs of madness. Um, a plinth that we find warns that the architect may have created an unsolvable maze. <laughs> um, spoiler: It is not. No, no. Uh, um, this is a kind of cool area because, you know, it, yeah. is a, it, it is a cliff. It's oriented vertically, but, uh, the majority of the time is spent kind of in these little miniature, uh, themed kind of like challenge tunnels mm -hmm. yeah. with like large sections of climbing, which I do like mm -hmm. it's nonlinear. Like it's kind of like just a big, you know, there are lots of little secrets. You can skip sections if you want to. Yeah. This is actually pretty great. Yeah. Um, eventually you get to this, except for this major puzzle in it, which I hate. Which is you have a you click a a thing you pull this block and there are spikes on the floor, and you get this timer section. And again, it's just how fast it's clicking. Like it's, you know, <laughs> it's life or death, but it's very imprecise. Mm -hmm. And my thinking was, oh, I need to be standing on the block when this pops up. 
No. And then, you know, and then it'll go back down and then I have to pull the block. But no, it destroys the block. You just have to do the whole thing with zero margin for error. Maybe we were supposed to learn the lesson from the box being destroyed at the beginning of the game. It's a different box. It's a I stone know. block. I know. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, I know. It's just, it's just very frustrating. Yeah. A little, yeah. little bit of a bummer. Um, but yeah, you just have to move this very quickly. This is kind of a counterpart to charging up your swims. Um, mm. you, know, you just have to, you know, it may not feel like a good idea to, uh, to kick this thing along. You just have to do it with some measure of precision. What's nice is like figuring out how to do it. Like I got a pretty good sense of how long of a charge to do for different distances. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. That's a useless skill that I have now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, it, you'll, you'll use it someday. So yeah. You won't. No, no. When, yeah. when I replay this game again in 20 years. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. Yep. When you're uh, in your 50s. Yeah, that's weird. Um, yeah. So you get this necklace. To get the other necklace, you have to, quote, re reassemble the architect's soul. Um, and this is the place where oh. you do the Tetris stuff. Yeah, this is the Tetris. Why did I think yeah. it came earlier? I don't know. Because there's, there's like a... Yeah, because the puzzles all go together. Well, yeah, and also, like, I think we're still technically in the Temple of Pandora. Like, you probably, or yeah. you were excited to talk about this puzzle because it's very good. Yeah, talk... we already talked about it, but yeah, it came yeah. later. Yeah. So the, his soul was a big wall, and you reassemble it. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, but the, but this gets you the uh, this gets you the, the the other necklace, which will open the way forward. Yep, and gives you your an, uh, another uh, flashback. Yes. Um, to these things that Kratos did in the serv service of Ares, which is mostly like a lot of uh war crimes yeah you yeah. know uh killing a lot of people slaughtering people who are in a shrine to athena um the final and he kills two people and he this, this he after he sees something we don't see he mm -hmm. breaks his service yes and he swears i'm going to murder Ares. yeah so again just really inching this bad boy out <laughs> just stretch stretch yep. yep yep yeah so uh this is when he swears revenge and you know kind of sets on the quest that we're you know reaching the culmination of as we uh not the culmination uh, we're, we're approaching the culmination by going further into the architect's tomb yeah um, to get in here this is a little bit of a frustrating lengthy puzzle i think not as much a puzzle just like a dexterity test um so you have to uh depress these two switches one by using a crane and another by using a statue um <laughs> this creates a bit of a timed situation where you have to jump across a bunch of moving platforms with buzz saws in between them yeah yep and you do this two ways i think right yeah. you come here and then you make your way back as well yeah this isn't so bad but it's not great because if you get hit you'll fall yes no. um pretty obnoxious uh you get to the architect's workshop uh, his dead wife sits at one end of his work table and he's dead at the other. Um, she tried to stop him because uh, the gods are fools and he killed her for it. It's kind of like a little mini Kratos. Yeah. <laughs> um, with his whole family dead, he cannot go on. Yes. So he decides to uh, to kill himself, presumably having finished his labor. I mean, that seems like a pretty, seems like a pretty yeah. complete <laughs> area. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. So you rip off her skull. Oh, of course. Uh yeah, of course. Yeah, and so that's you, how you get into the inner inner chamber. Yeah, I think you have the you have the heads of his two rowdy adult sons, and then you also have her skull, which gets you mm -hmm. in. His rowdy uh, adult wife. Yeah. <laughs> and she uh <laughs> really really fucked up to make your family's skulls the keys. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, the architect's not so hey, great. Hey, I need to take a cast of your head. Oh, are you making like a little yeah. mannequin? Or are you gonna are you gonna work me into a freeze on the side of the building? Something yeah. like that, yeah. yeah. Something very similar to that. <laughs> 
So we get into the uh in, into the inner chamber. Uh this is a fucking nightmare. I hate yeah, this. this is really I obnoxious. hate this so much. So it's a big yeah. mechanical room. You know, you would think, okay, it's gonna be like Sens. You got these big uh crushing rollers on each side of the uh on each side of the arena. Um and <laughs> the floor is always moving. So if you stand still, you're gonna be dragged into them. You have uh you know lots of enemies, sharpie um, sharpies, a lot of harpies coming at you. You have to kill basically everybody multiple times the the thing that bugs me is you have these islands of stationary ground that you think okay well i can use this as a you know use this as a way to avoid these these rollers or whatever no if you stand on them uh you die instantly because it puffs out a little jet of flame yeah yeah, yeah. and it's already hard enough like in the combat in this this game staying in a safe place is already hard yeah you know it would it would have been a meaningful challenge to knock these archers off the island get on the island and then have things try to knock you off of it. Yes. And stuff. You didn't need to make just like literal, you know, uh, Diablo sex machina <laughs> come and come and kill you. Yeah. You know, from that, like, yeah, it sucks. Also is, so, I mean, the, the, the combat here is very hectic, probably as hectic as it has ever been. Mm -hmm. um you know especially because you're dealing with the, the the stage trying to kill you as well um it was never very clear when i died instantly like from full health to game over screen um that it was me standing on that uh, on that little area that was my undoing yeah yeah yeah, yeah i don't know the signaling is really bad yeah um sometimes you get a little like when you die you get a little cutscene that shows oh. how you died sometimes you don't oh yeah I don't... another another time you don't is like when you're doing that log rolling thing earlier oh right yeah we talked about it. like if you fall off that you just it just goes game over right right and you don't really know like i, I presume i was crushed but it just kind of shows that it's inconsistent whether it gives you a clear view of what killed you or not yeah you know and that's important mm -hmm. you know feedback but yeah this this sucks it's the final challenge challenge before you get to pandora's box right which is what uh, we're here for if you forgot yes yep you get that it's uh resting in this orb overseen by these statues of zeus hades and poseidon uh, and when you get to the box, Athena says, you must uh, return to Athens with the box and destroy Ares, just to remind you what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it, it's hilarious. Uh, for for a moment, I was like, am I going to have to drag this fucking, am I going to have to escort this yeah. fucking box back to... It's very funny. No, what happens is maybe even a little bit funnier, because... This, you know, is, this is very funny. <laughs> because he starts dragging it, just kind of slowly, like, oh, well, yeah. I climbed up this mountain for three yeah, days. Three days, it'll be faster on the way down. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish we could have got him like riding the box down the mountain, Whee! like, like yeah, like riding like um uh, like uh, Mr. Slim Pickman, yeah. like riding the missile, you yeah. know, or whatever. Yep, Slim Pickens or or Mr. Or, uh, or uh, um oh gosh, Grandpa Simpson riding his his climbing partner down Mount uh, down the Matterhorn yeah. or whatever, yeah. the Murderhorn. I sorry, I called him Slim Pickman. Yeah, like Slim Pickens, Pickens <laughs> like model. Lovecraft. Yeah, Slim Pickens <laughs> model. Lovecraft, Slim Pickens model. <laughs> it's a B two bomber. I just think it's cool. <laughs> Yeehaw! My lineage holds some dreadful secrets. <laughs> what level of Gundam am I? <laughs> we're punchy today. <laughs> it's hot. We're, we're back into like the hundred degree fucking like heat wave zone yeah and the weekend was cool like it actually got cold in my apartment last night thank god nice and then now it's a thousand degrees and i don't have any fans running uh, so i'm slowly dying of dehydration yuck uh, yeah sorry man no, that's okay 
So. The uh, I keep I'm doing I'm playing chicken with getting an air conditioner. Like I could do it, mm-hmm. uh, but it's like if I just hold out for a couple more weeks, then I, I get like a cold nine months in Portland. Yeah, you know, like is it worth install like installing? It's the big thing. I just don't want to like install it. But yeah, no, in, that's in most a... of Portland's sold out. Like it would be a little bit of a journey. Yeah, well, I mean, also like getting one of those air, air conditioners are heavy and the boxes are like like super awkward. Like getting that on transit would suck. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and I uh, I'd have to like get, I had to get one of those weird window tube ones. They're ugly and take up tons of floor space. I can't open <laughs> it in this apartment. Okay. Yeah. So, but I, I might do it anyway because this whole weekend next week is like again hundred degree days. So tomorrow, uh, I'm thinking about calling around. Okay. But no one's going to have one. I should just Amazon it. I should just fuck it. I, <laughs> I didn't mean to talk into buying so an hot. air conditioner. Man. It's like it's so fucking hot. Cool. Yeah. No, I, I believe you. It sucks. I'm in Hades. Oh. Um, so, uh, while he's dragging the box, we get a uh, we get a flashback. Uh, so when he killed all those people who were taking shelter in uh, the temple to Athena, those final two people that he killed that we didn't see before, turns out it was his family. He. Yeah. Uh, killed he was made to kill his own family as part of Ares's plot to have him for himself which is the part that makes no sense right so Ares, Ares is you know is apparently pretty confident <laughs> that forcing him to kill his family would just make him even more loyal it's like oh you're you, you, we, we don't hang out anymore you know if you just didn't have if you didn't have Deborah didn't have and Yoko little, yeah <laughs> Yoko and Julian over there we're just gonna like you know <laughs> yeah. uh it's pretty dumb yeah and it immediately backfires on him Right. Like there's no there's no back and forth. There's no like him justifying himself. He's just like, oh, yeah. this will make you all mine. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> you know, it, it, it happens very quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's dumb. What's cool is, you know, when 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 he leaves, when he leaves the temple, the oracle of the temple that he just slaughtered comes up mm-hmm. to him um, and curses him. Uh, she binds the ashes of his family to his skin. And that's how he gets his, you know, ghostly white appearance. And she says, yeah. the ghost of Sparta has been born. Yes. That's Pretty cool. cool. I like that a yeah. lot. Um, that's great. You have it here as just he is sent to Hades. What happens is <laughs> Ares from across the world notices that, that Kratos has done this, grabs a pole, and then spears him from like a million miles away. <laughs> yeah. It's real silly. Yeah. Like, like he, <laughs> He just picks up this javelin like a ship's mast or something and just hucks it arrow straight over the curvature of the earth and like pins into the wall of Pandora's temple. So Hades is sparsely designed in this, but I find myself really really liking it or wanting to like it especially with the introduction being everybody falling into the underworld into the river sticks and kratos catching himself on somebody that he killed earlier yeah yeah like every the, the falling bodies in the background is really kind of great yeah and the, the aesthetic here is a little bit more has more life than the previous areas yes we've seen like the cliffs of madness like since it was vertical and, and stuff that looked kind of cool but this looks cooler than that like i like this yeah um, I'm uh, always down for a hell zone. Yeah. And also all of the, uh, all of the geometry is made of like body parts and stuff. So like, yeah. you, like you, like you catch yourself, the, the guy you catch yourself on is himself hanging on the ridge of a spine. 
Yeah. Um, and so Kratos climbs up, you know, to, you know, to save himself from falling into the river Styx, uh, losing his memory and, um, you know, kind of being conscripted into the service of Hades uh, by climbing up this guy's body and then kicking him down. So he, cli- he climbs, he does a real big gamble too, because he's hanging by this guy's feet. The guy's hanging on the ledge. Mm-hmm. Kratos stabs him through his back <laughs> and then uses that to climb up, which is the assumption that, like, if I put this knife through this guy's back, he won't. He, won't, he won't immediately. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I hope like, I, you know, I don't believe in heaven and hell, but if I did, I like to think that in heaven, I could like take a look at hell. Oh yeah. Like I, I don't want to like see people get hurt. That's not the point. I just want to see a bunch of fucking cliffs made out of skulls and stuff. Yeah. Do you think they would allow for that? Like, or just kind of like a, like a ride along? Uh, so I think, you know? I, I don't know. So aside from the schadenfreude of watching people in eternal torture, which, you know, I think that you know, there, 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 there's, there's a little bit of that you that you would endure, and I think that hell would be more entertaining creatively than heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, like 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 hell would be a more interesting show to watch, right? Whereas yeah. heaven would be nicer to live in. It'd be a little bit like, um, how oh gosh, those uh, like admirals clubs or whatever, um, are like super premium plus lounges in airports. Where you know oh, you, yeah. you, you pay the extra fifty bucks, and then like inside, like in some of these, this was a news a news story a while back. There are just screens where you can watch people like waiting by the gates. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretty pretty ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I would. That's not what I want. I just want to see. No, I just oh, I, I just want to scope the architecture. Yeah, and, and there and, probably and, would be that kind of stuff though. So it's fortunate that Hades looks cool because the play here is kind of dire. Um, I thought I had beaten this game before. I definitely played a good portion of it back in the day when it came out. Turns out that I hadn't. Um, so mm. I just internalized a lot of, it's, it's kind of like meme status, how bad like the spinning blade section of this in particular is. or The Battletoads Tower or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's kind of like a, a meme. I mean, you think, okay, it's never going to be as bad as, uh, as as people say, right? Uh, worse. <laughs> it's, I so I, I don't, I don't like this. I don't think it's good. I'll never defend it. Yeah. I didn't have, I didn't find it to be the most egregious thing, mm-hmm. I guess. Like I had a much harder time. There's a thing where you fight a bunch of, uh, clones protecting your family that I had a harder time with Okay. than this. Like this to me, I died at this a bunch. And what was happening for me, and I don't know how universal this is, is I was just ready for the game to be over. Mm-hmm. So I was moving too quick. Okay. And like when I took it real slow, I was okay. Had to go, had to take it real slow. Yeah. So if I, if I was mega patient, I did okay. Yeah. If I was, uh, if I was playing at the pace I wanted to play, uh, then I, I was less okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would be less frustrated with this. So, so what's happening, uh, you know, aside from just uh, after you it's do extremely some... video gamey, like you oh. just do a bunch of like platforms and blades and yeah you know. yeah so you get like the horizontal pillars and that's that's not great but it's but it's fine you got some moving moving platforms whatever very very video gamey um what really ends up being a problem is when you get to a huge pillar that you have to climb with uh just these sections of spinning blades this wouldn't be as difficult if it was just this wouldn't bu- bug me as much if they were shorter sections that were meant to be dashes and the, mm. the, and like the punishment was you know more dire like oh you die or you have to face combat or whatever instead what you get are these they're incredibly long uh they're designed kind of specifically to fuck with you like they're designed you you can tell that like the spacing on these things and the speed of them was uh was made when they had figured out kind of like what the boundaries of what you could of what you could accomplish with the climbing engine were 
And so like, okay, yeah. well, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll just kind of like demand things at the edge of this. Okay. It, it reminds me of like, there's like um, an idea I've had for a long time of designing a shoot 'em up uh-huh. where like you, you give you a blank screen and you move your ship around randomly mm-hmm. and you chart that movement. And then you just fill in every other thing you didn't do with, with danger. Oh yeah. So that, that one <laughs> way you, the first person just moved randomly is the only way to get through it. Yeah. You know, it's it, like, that's how, I think that's how the NES super silver surfer plays pretty much. <laughs> the, um, so it reminds me of that. Like it is super demanding Yeah, uh, that yeah. you do it and it goes on way too long. And the consequences of a failure are fucking obnoxious. Yeah. It's, it's, it's obnoxious. So there's you do, doing a bunch of stuff over and over again. It's not just that it is hard. It is, it is that it is as repetitive as it is. Like it is, I, yeah. I never, it, it felt a little bit luck based as far as, yeah. you know, as, as far as when I made progress and when I was knocked back. Yeah, I, I don't like I like me. I'm not defending it. Like yeah, I don't think yeah. it's good. I just it did achieve that meme status, and I was just like, this fucking sucks. Yes. Like th- this does this sucks. This sucks. But yeah. it's I got through it after you know several several attempts. Yeah. And eventually it was just like okay, if I'm just like super slow and deliberate and patient, uh, which it doesn't want you to do. It goes it lasts forever to stop you from that. Mm-hmm. And you can't. Uh, one of the things is the camera zoomed in really yeah. tight. On it, so you can't do any dashes because you can't see far enough in advance, and that, that's even just for regular moving. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of difficult, yeah, uh, because you can't see very far. So, like, it's not good. Yeah, it's 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 you know, realistically, it took me like probably fifteen twenty minutes maybe to get through this section, but in a ten hour mm-hmm. game, you know, it's a lot. Well, yeah. and again, I think the place at the the where it lasts is a big deal. Yeah, you know, or where where it shows up rather not where it lasts, but like the fact that it is uh near the end of the game when you want to be done yeah you know i really wanted to be done <laughs> yeah uh, at this point uh, it, it also feels like it undercuts the climax right it's like oh I'll just go deal with this shit for a little bit yeah yeah yep um and that's uh and it is it is near the end you know like that's that's the idea here is it's like really pushing your challenge but it's not pushing it in a really interesting way or no no anything. <laughs> so so um, yeah. you get through that again and also just some kind of like platforms you know yeah, platforms you don't spend very much time here yeah just managing your knockback more than anything knockback yeah. and archers and stuff yep um you reach the top you know top of this pillar of meat um and somebody actually drops an anchor to you this is cool um mm-hmm. and you, know, you you climb up the anchor and what, where this takes you you're back up in the temple of the oracle you climb up through the grave that was being dug for you yeah it for, was your grave yeah you know <laughs> and the crazy weird zombie like grave digger says ah athena isn't the only god keeping watch on you spartan wait, oh you mean you're a god wait you're zeus no no i'm not zeus you may be yeah. zeus who i'm zeus who is yeah. Ze- who is this zeus you speak of? Yeah. we pronounce it zesus <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so we're back up in athens we're in the we're in the temple what's cool here is that uh, everything is destroyed um, mm-hmm. you know, it's not just a repeat of the same area that you're going back through. Uh, Ares's campaign has, you know, kind of cut to the quick. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so you, uh, you continue through, you get to the, uh, you get the box or yeah. you fight your way through that destroyed temple. Um, uh, Ares taunts you for turning your favor to Athena because he really hates Athena. No, he's taunting uh, Zeus. Like he's, he's, that, that is his motivation, which is in line with Greek stuff. He's mad at his dad because, you know, he's not the favorite kid. Yeah. He didn't, there's no, uh, uh Ares town. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not good to Athens. It's not Ares. Yeah. There, there's no arena. <sighs> yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, 
Anywho, uh, so she, he's to, uh, taunting him. Kratos throws a lightning bolt at the box, which activates it, turning him into Super Kratos. <laughs> yep, we're just making him the size of a city. King of, King of Monsters is how this ends. <laughs> Uh, pretty fucking silly. You, you want to know yeah. what's hilarious? And the the, the, the well, that, that the, yeah. Ares turns into uh, the Queen of Blades herself. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, that, that 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 is pretty hilarious. Uh, you you, yeah. you said King of Monsters. Uh, this team prior to this, like right before, they made a game called War of Monsters. It was like a uh, a kaiju uh, fighting game. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's actually what I, I thought I was referring to. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Ares, you transform. He has transform. He grows a bunch of blades out of his spine. Yeah, he just is just straight up. Uh, what's her name? Kerrigan. Hi. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Pretty pretty <sighs> silly. And you're fighting uh, standing in the Aegean Sea. Yes. So lot, lots of lots of oh pocket. I don't know if that sneeze came through. <laughs> yeah, I think it's real real no, loud. Little, little little kitty sneeze. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, he's got this his kitten cold. Poor boy. Um. So uh, you know. You're staying in the Aegean Sea, and this is the end fight yes. uh, of the game. Uh, and there's interesting things here. I don't like this fight very much, um, but there's interesting things about it. And there are multiple phases. So the first phase is not so bad. Right. Um, we should also say uh, you, you have sized up, but your Blades of Chaos have not. I think he even revokes them from you. Yeah. It could be because, you know, you're no longer in a service. Like, oh, we forgot to take these back. <laughs> Um, so he takes them instead, you pick up a gigantic bridge that you used as a sword, a gigantic sword bridge that you used as a bridge before, and then mm -hmm. use that to fight him. And your moveset is kind of different in this. It's simpler. Yeah. Which is, which is a weird choice. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel like a final exam, right? you know, for what you've been doing. Um, um you, it's a pretty much as a normal fight. Uh, you, you dodge and, and hit and run or whatever. And then you get a QTE where you have to mash circle. Um, and then you have these prompts while you're still mashing, it's, it's which like, does it's like, feel like the ultimate evolution of the QTE art. I to hated two of them at once. I hated this so goddamn much. So what it is, yeah. you know, mash, 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 mash. You have to press very quick. You're, you know, my, like my arm is getting tired from doing this, especially for multiple tries. You're pressing circle, and then you have a very short window to hit whatever it tells you to you know, to do. So like this sounds super trifling, and I sound just the lamest ass person. But mashing circle for thirty seconds, and then getting over to square in time and like oh you failed you missed it by a microsecond boom you're down and you have to restart it yeah yeah it's not it's not fun right like it's not fun it's really obnoxious i had to restart it a bunch of times yeah um i i hate it like i hate tapping yeah uh, i hate tapping and, and adding things to tapping does not make me like tapping more yeah um yeah <laughs> so. so it sucks but when you beat him in there it's not the end because every you know, bosses have multiple phases, even in 2005. Mm -hmm. uh, Ares draws Kratos into Kratos' own nightmares, uh, where he enters the temple and sees his wife and child. Yes. Uh, here's where you have to do. I think this is very hard. Yeah. Um, you fight, and it's kind of cool. Like, you, you have your wife and child there. Um, they, uh, they have a QTE above them. Mm -hmm. You can hug them and give them health. Uh, but as is happening, tons of Kratoses are fighting you, and they're like bestial Kratoses. Yeah. They're all, like, hunched over you know, murder Kratoses, mm -hmm. which is kind of, you know, almost something that is like, oh, this guy is more beast than man. Yeah. You know, um, I, 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 I can see that they're saying it. I'm ambivalent about whether or not it works. So, yeah. Or even if like, it's, it's way too little too late. Yeah. If that's what they're trying to go for any kind of resonance yeah. with us. And I find this extremely hard because, mm -hmm. uh, even being able to re up my family's health, like they were just getting fucked. Mm -hmm. 
like the enemy's attacks like would hit me and them at the same time. Oh, geez. Which effectively is doing double damage because right, right. We're, we're essentially sharing one big long health bar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I found this very hard. So this took me this took me several tries. Yeah, this, it wasn't as hard as the next part, but I, I don't I do not like this. Yeah, this didn't bug me very much. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it was because I I certainly I, I had not gone down to easy just yet. Mm. There was a point in this final boss fight where I thought, OK, this guy just has way too much HP and I am tired of whittling it down. I will move it to easy. I hadn't done it at this point just yet. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. So Maybe yeah, just different just, styles. I was, I was doing too many parries. Possibly. It's because I, I need to embrace the tappa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, this is thematically very cool. That's a, it's, it's, it's a great idea. It's a cool concept that I think could actually be used elsewhere mm-hmm. uh, to, you I, know, to, to good effect. That actually like is stands for all three of these boss fights, except for the ultimate do Q2, two QTEs at once. Right. <laughs> Cause the next, next phase also has an interesting uh, twist to it. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also, like, well, like, while you're doing this, you're in the nightmare zone. The walls of the temple are flying away yeah. as the Kratos has come in, and eventually you're just fighting on a rock in the cosmos. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so Ares takes away your blades of chaos again, uh, throws them into your family, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which is an illusion. You're back in the real world, of course. Right, right. Kratos grabs the, that giant sword. Mm-hmm. Um, you fight, and you do uh, the actual end boss fight. Right. Here. Um, the gimmick here is you share a life meter. Mm hmm. So I am so surprised there's not an indie game that does this. That does that does the tug of war kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like it ends up being very frustrating because uh, so you knock um, Ares down in health and you can get him like really on the ropes. Mm-hmm. And his AI is such that he goes fucking beast mode ape shit mm-hmm. when he gets on the ro- ropes and will do attack like his attacks do more damage. It feels like yeah, rubber bands. It, it rubber bands a lot. There's tons of rubber banding to this. So even like if the fight on its own is kind of fine. Like, he would be an mm-hmm. average fight in the middle of the game. Yeah. My quibble with it would be that it requires you to block a lot, and the rest of the game has not demanded of that. Yeah. Has not demanded that of you like this one, like this fight does. Yeah. You know, because rolling will not always work. Right. Um, you know, so uh, pretty frustrating. And just the fact that you can get him so close to being dead, and he hits you once, and for some reason that hit mm-hmm. does two-thirds of your, your HP. Or, yeah. you know, a one-third of your HP, and just immediately brings him back to, like, we have to chip him down again. Right. Like, it's a cool idea that I think is very poorly executed, and it is not the final exam for the combat in this game because you're using a totally different weapon. Right. On a totally different scale, and that sucks. Like, you know, this, I don't, I not that I wanted a big horde of enemies mm-hmm. to fight, but that would have been, like, an enemy that incorporated some of the strategies you used mm-hmm. up until this point. Like, what I would have wanted is more encounters throughout the game that were against big, meaningful enemies that I had to block. Yeah. You know? And I think that would have been cool. That would have helped with us a lot. Yeah. Uh, You know, make me feel like I'm sharpening that blade up until, you know, the the ultimate time where I have to use it. As opposed to like, oh, that that old thing rusting in the drawer. Okay. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So with Ares on the ropes, you know, he says, oh, I only killed your family to make you a great warrior. Ares fires back the ultimate fuck yeah. Kratos. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kratos fires back the ultimate fuck yeah uh, snarky line. Well, you succeeded. Yep. <laughs> you did make me a great warrior. And Kratos pierces his chest. He has the power of Pandora's box. He is hugeified, yep. and Ares falls dead. A mortal has killed a god. It feels like Pandora's box was almost pulled from a random. Like Pandora's <laughs> box is one of the the Greek objects that has 
the most recognizable story to what happens with it. <laughs> yeah. And and making you into a super powered mega giant is like <laughs> pretty far from what actually happens when you open Pandora's box. Right. Uh, pretty, pretty silly. But he but he kills him. Um, we get to our epilogue here, which I think is actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the city is saved. Uh, Athena says, like, your your sins are forgiven, but I never said that I was going to take away your nightmares. Yeah. So, well, you knew that's why you wanted to do it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, so <laughs> we're, we're, we're back to when he, you know, threw himself off the cliff. Like, you know, mm. he, he, he had killed Ares. Uh, this was, you know, like, it, it wasn't enough. He is actually, like, picked up out of the air. He's not allowed to kill himself. Yeah. Yeah. He tries to, but his home planet needs him. <laughs> um so uh, he gets drawn up because uh, the gods will not let him die. You know, you cannot kill yourself. We still need you because there's an empty throne and we need a god of war. Right. Uh, it's meaningful here because it seems like the the story as presented leaves it ambivalent as to whether this thing Kratos wants. But if you go back to the cliff and inspect it, uh-huh. he says um, or the narrator says like Kratos decided that he had something to live for or something like that, <laughs> which is not what I got from the the, the game, really. No. <laughs> I just I thought he was being forced into servitude, and that's kind of the the tact it takes with the second one too. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit ballsy for them to subvert the uh, uh the the whole when you set out for revenge, dig two graves narrative. Mm-hmm. Like in this, oh, revenge is cool and good, and you'll be made a god if you if you yeah, pursue it. Dig, dig as many graves as you want for as many people as you want to kill. <laughs> yep, and then dig some extra graves if you think it's fun, or find someone and force them to dig graves for you, and then kill them and put them in it. <laughs> is the 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 theme right? Of, <laughs> <laughs> the game <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, but uh, like I, I will say that like it's cool that you get to play this part mm-hmm. you know like you go through you climb uh through this like kind of magic glass into mount olympus and it looks meaningfully awesome and you go up to your throne that has a giant statue one for the two but for two of the three bosses you fought <laughs> you get a statue you get one statue of Ares they put next to you and one statue of uh, the minotaur <laughs> equally momentous uh, figures in your mythology <laughs> yep. uh and then once you sit on the throne the game ends yes uh with a weird little uh kind of like uh kojima-esque <laughs> Yeah. Like, here. yeah i mean so the, the, like this is obviously it's, it's retconned out because kratos's story gets more complicated i don't know if they knew they were going to have a sequel when they did this and they said well we need some resolution <laughs> kratos will sit forever and preside over all of war and we see war throughout the ages up to fighter jets and and what i wanted was like for them to go beyond fighter jets and like oh here's a here's a <laughs> future here, mechs. Here, yeah here, here's like here's like a vial of some stuff in a lab here's some mechs yeah <laughs> That'd be pretty incredible. Here's some Macedonian teens paid by the Russian government, like the <laughs> future of war. The, uh, that'd be that'd be pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, like I do, I do think that that is there's something cool there. Yes. Right. Like becoming this god, becoming a specific god, joining the Avengers, not just becoming you know a generic, a bunch of letters from the end of the alphabet together god, mm-hmm. um, is cool. Yes. Uh, and where this actually went eventually with him getting revenge, uh-huh. you know, and, and hunting down a kill bill list of gods is cool. It's very cool. Um, I mean, because it specifically goes, I mean, it's at like the treachery is here at the beginning. Not only did Ares betray him and trick him, Athena did as well. This yeah. whole pantheon is rotten to the core and his like, like weirdly enough when he's not trying to avenge his family, like when the slight is more directly on him and him being used for being a, you know, for being kind of the redheaded stepchild of this Mm -hmm. like that is a cool and good motivation yeah yep i like it yeah i just wish that the game that led up to it was a little bit better i think what would have been a cooler thing to do would be cut 
tons of the middle of the cruft mm-hmm. of this game and play out the origin rather show it in rather than show it in cutscenes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So final thoughts here. I feel like I laid out everything that I, the, 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 how I feel what's weird. And there's a distinction, you know, in games that we talk about, you know, there are a couple of different ways things can fall. Either games that get worse after discussion, like discussion right sizes, my impression of them and just kind of like me think, Oh yeah. Like actually upon examination, I feel, you know, it's like, yeah, that, that, you know, that's not very good. This is mm-hmm. a kind of in a more rare camp where I didn't have an awful lot of fun while I was playing this. There were definitely moments that were polished and incredibly good. I think the beginning of this is unassailable, excepting the you have to the, the escort mission with a crate. You know, yeah. like, there there are, you know, moments in this that are, you know, sparkling, dazzlingly, dazzlingly high highs, you know, especially for the time. And you can see, you know, what this led to. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a very important thing. I just, I didn't have an awful lot of fun. I just, I, I finished it and I had a real bad taste in my mouth, especially with those last few boss encounters, but like talking about it here, like I, I feel more positive than I did when I finished it. I don't know if that's just like distance. And I don't know if that speaks to like, not how disposable, but like how, how junk food this kind of game is where mm-hmm. <laughs> you know where we're just kind of like you know maybe that's part of its reputation was like a lot of people played it they got um you know an impression and then just uh like the the half-life of it was so short that it kind of boiled back down to its reputation or boiled back down to those high highs i don't know i just yeah. I, I, I i don't know how, how to articulate what's happening here but like i have forgotten the frustration um, that I have while I was playing it through the process of talking about and dwelling on the high points here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, I, I would agree. I did not have, you know, the, the levels of fun that I had in this, like as far as actually in my hands mm-hmm. varied from like around a B plus to like a, a C minus, yeah. you know, it's like, I never got so bad that I like absolutely hated it. Even the parts that are really obnoxious went by quick. Yeah. So it ended up feeling like, you know, most of the time I'm cruising at a C plus or a C yeah. in level, you know, just chewing through combat encounters. The highs are really cool. I think what this did, like the, the, the legacy of it can be split into kind of like multiple parts, which is why it's interesting. Right. So like the, uh, the focus on, uh, the masculinity as like, I'm a badass who just chews up people and rips off skulls for no reason. Yeah. Bullshit. It was extremely bad. Yep. For games like that being fashionable. Yeah. Um, I also think, and I, I meant to bring this up during generalities, I didn't, but like one of the things I noticed is I think that this is a real sea change for like, I do nothing and I do something very simple and my character does something incredibly complicated and cool mm-hmm. in games. Like there had been QTs before this. Shenmue, you know? yeah. Like Sh- Shenmue did them. Um, even Devil May Cry has a little bit of that because it's so flashy. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're doing something kind of complicated, but your character does something incredibly complicated. Mm-hmm. But there's weird ways that I felt like playing this where I was like, some of this stuff feels like, um, God, or like, like a modern, more cinematic game, like switching into this other mode where mm-hmm. I'm just going to watch some button prompts while my guy does a thing Yeah, became a dominant mode for like naughty dog. Yeah. Oh, you know, absolutely. I don't, like, I don't, I don't, weirdly enough, I don't think you would have, you would, you would have, um, uncharted without this and without Resident Evil four. Yeah. It's a weird, it's a weird mashup of those things. Yeah. You know, or like it's a weird like that just having that kind of QT is like we can just show something the player is incapable of doing through these control schemes. We don't even need to think about how to translate hand movements to controller to avatar. We can just do have you do nothing practically 
and then just show the avatar doing something cool so we can show you something closer to a movie mm-hmm. for a little bit. And this game straddles that line. Like other games do it way worse and way more. Like David yeah. Cage has a career. Like other <laughs> things like that happen. But this feels like it was a like a real the success of this. Uh, you know, and the way it even uses them differently, like Resident Evil 4 has QTEs, but as we played that game, like they're way more sensible than they are here. Yeah. You know, there's a more direct. <laughs> Weirdly, like you, that, that is very counterintuitive because many of the QTEs, like all of the QTEs in RE4 lead to instant death if you fail them. Yeah. But what you're doing makes sense. Yeah. You know, like here it's abstract, like in a lot, a lot of the, the case, it feels mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, um, so like, that's a bad legacy. What's kind of like a good legacy of this is that cinematic like presentation when it is mixed. Like this is when it was a, a proper point on the throttle of like semi heady, like not really heady, like no one's ever going to call this like a, a smart game, mm-hmm. but you know, mildly more like smarter than like Duke Nukem, <laughs> you know, smarter, smarter than serious Sam, like right. slightly more heady, like a pulp story mm-hmm. that is like a complicated story that's told over a long period of time, mm-hmm. uh, that mixes gameplay modes, um, in a way that actually kind of blends them. Yeah. And that is something that like games kind of took forward as well in, in a way that I think is kind of good. Yeah. You know, so like it, it's got a really interesting legacy. Um, and I want you to play like I don't necessarily know, like I wouldn't want to do it for the show now because I'm not thirsty for it. But I want you to play the 2018 one at some point because mm-hmm. it's this is very interesting in the wake of that. Yeah. Like revisiting this and playing that is like extremely like it's it's a cool point of comparison. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to go to it now. I think that when we when this was put on the poll, so I got that game around launch because I'm uh, I'm profligate. Uh, but um, <laughs> but uh, when uh, you know, just like when when it was put on the poll and it became obvious that we were going to play it, I was like, all right, I'm going to put that on ice. I want to I want to play that with this in context. So I'm excited to go mm-hmm. to it. Um, it's weird, accidental theme month. You know, like you yeah. said, games where the sequels or sequel um address complaints and things like that um you know i am also in the middle of playing near automata <laughs> so mm-hmm. like god of war is next after that um, yeah. yeah that'll be that'll be a, a pair of interesting comparisons yeah even uh, though the like the amount of time between god of war 2018 and 2005 is obviously so much like wider of a golf like a whole you know multiple game generations happened yes. it feels like yeah yeah yeah. Um, I don't normally do a lot of cross promotion, but I, you know, people have asked like, oh, you're playing this or when are you doing a show about it, et cetera. Like not a waff, like nothing on, you know, yeah. these, these, these high, these high effort comprehensive shows, but I am talking about those on the level. So if you go and listen to those, mm-hmm. um, I'm giving, uh, you know, kind of just my impressions as I go along without spoilers and things like that. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I'm glad we did this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt longer than it was, but still didn't feel incredibly long, Yeah, you know, and, uh, it is kind of a snack. It is interesting. Yeah. Um, some of the other things are on that remake pool. I'd like to get to at some point. I think yes. it would be cool to do Prince of Persia. Yes. It's a weird game. I played a lot of the Sega CD version of, <laughs> yeah. and that would be a cool month. Like maybe doing like that version and doing Sands of Time mm-hmm. like in a month. So yeah, do, do, do that Sands of Time. And then the 2008 one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the, the, with the cel shaded one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then watch the Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Oh, do that for adaptation. For adaptation decay? decay that month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, okay. What are you doing in February? Let's, <laughs> let's do it. The, 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 um, so figure no, that out. But um, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad we did it. But it, it yeah. is something that like is not super fun to play. And I am looking. I already started playing. Uh, started playing. You know, transitioning to what we're doing next. 
Um, I started playing Quest for Glory one because uh-huh. uh, I just because I wanted to, and I you can beat it in like three to five hours mm-hmm. um, if you're not shy about a walkthrough, and it's rad. Nice. I am so excited to be out of the pit. <laughs> like it's charming. It's real cute. Um, it's beautiful. Like I wanted to look at some VGA esque graphics. Mm-hmm. I'm like way into it, and the, it's just extremely innovative and cool. Yeah. So I am really psyched for September. I'm bu- I'm I I was bummed out because I had packed up my uh my Kurt Kalata Hardcore Gaming 101 uh summary of mm-hmm. adventure games. But if you buy a physical copy of that, you just get the Kindle copy for free. So yeah. you sign back up. I'm reading them. I, I need everybody to buy that book. It is so good. It is a fucking it, treasure. It's one of my favorite books. Yeah. Like that like that is like literally one of my it is it is a treasure. It's like a prized possession. Yeah. Like if if you you know if you gave me like five desert island books uh-huh. that would totally be one of them which is a weird thing to say but it's so comprehensive and interesting mm-hmm. like the the month or whatever I spent just reading a few chapters of that before bed every night yeah was very enlightening like I love that book yeah it's real good I learned about publishers and developers that I hadn't heard about every mm-hmm. every game and every series that were that we're talking about in this uh the you know this coming month. Um, that was uh, commissioned by Nick uh, for one of our patrons, um, our Artur to- Adventure Month. All of those are represented. Uh, and that has provided mm. like good good context going in. Um, I'm so excited about it. Yeah. Yep. So we were doing uh, Quest for Glory 2. Gary is playing Quest for Glory 1 out of his own, uh, for his own edification. Yep, out of my own time budget. Yeah. Um, uh, mostly you can import a character. Like I, I will, at the beginning of the episode, I will do like a type 5 and tell you what you missed. Uh, yes, I will be oh. uh, excited for that. Um, that, mm-hmm. that, that, that makes up for me doing ending C and D of me. <laughs> I think so. Like, I, I, yeah, those are equivalent. Yeah. The three hours I spend playing a delightful adventure game are the equivalent of you grinding for every weapon in Yoko Taro's fuck mare. You know? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, um, after that, we are doing Callahan's cross time adventure. No, what? Salute. No. Cry Call- Callahan's Cross Time Saloon. Sorry, I'm punchy. Um, <laughs> which is a game that I hadn't I hadn't heard of uh before Nick specifically suggested it. Mm-hmm. Um I only heard of it because of that book. Yeah. Um so I'm I'm jazzed for some crunchy ass puzzles, man. Yeah, man. I, I'm so it feels so good to be playing an adventure game again. Like <laughs> it just we were just kind of due. It's been since Thimbleweed Park. Yeah. Uh and that was last year. Yeah. You know, last like October or November, and like it just been a minute. Yeah. You know? Um and then this kind of adventure game, like an old ass adventure game just feels good. Yes. Um, after that, we are doing uh, Gabriel Knight 3. Yep. So again, the theme we didn't mention, it's auteur adventure game creators. Yeah. I don't have all the names handy, but Gabriel Knight 3, Jane Jensen, very close to my heart. Yeah. Uh, we are going to rescue uh, Gabriel Knight 3, hopefully, from the meme heap. <laughs> from, from the jaws of old man, that dragon <laughs> old man Murray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good indie game idea <laughs> that's that'd be nonsense it? yeah that's... Um, that shit shouldn't um so yeah uh that's that we have uh october planned out we just finished planning out october mm-hmm. november and december yeah we got a hell of a year planned it's gonna yeah it's gonna be a go out with a fucking bang yeah and so I... it's gonna be like it's funny because somebody uh somebody on twitter i was vanity searching and someone was like, man, I wish I miss when Watch Out Fireballs like games. And I was like, I was thinking about it. And it was, you know, whenever I hear, see feedback like that, I you have to take a second and be like, okay, don't take this personally or, you know, respond for God's sakes. Yeah. You know, uh, so I, I didn't. And I was just like, it was like, it was July. Yeah. You know, because we loved everything we did in July. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, but I think that that person, if you're somebody who doesn't like 
negativity. Like this episode was a little bit more negative than some people maybe expected, even though I think we were real middle with it. Um, Mm -hmm. If you don't like that, I think that fall is going to be a treat. Yeah. Like if you were interested in enthusiastic watch out for fireballs, I think that fall uh, through winter is going to be a real treat. Yeah. And it's not like the entire thing is nothing but bangers um yeah. in, in terms of like gigantic temple things it's not like we're going going up Chrono to the... <laughs> final fantasy five final fantasy you know, eight. Yeah. um yeah we're, we're not we're not like we're not walking up to the buffet and taking all the good pieces of shrimp you know yeah. like it's uh you like the, 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 the there is there is variety to what we are what we are talking about at this point i'm just i'm just fucking teasing you so yeah. if, I, if, I, <laughs> if i'm not going to say what it is i should just back off of it but understand that uh we have uh not just what is gonna fixed what's fixing to be a positive fall but a varied and interesting fall yes yeah we're not just doing like nintendo's greatest hits right it's not all masterpiece fall, right? You know, so like uh, I'm, re- I'm really excited about it. Yeah, don't so, respond to that tweet. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Okay, I, I know, I know, I, I know. Just I'm extremely just... online, Cole. I don't know if you know that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the uh, yeah, I, I know, I know not to. I mean, it was, like there's a moment where you're tempted to. Though. Oh, absolutely, Cause yeah. Because you're, you're like, come on, man. Like, yeah, no, I, I, I see that when I'm in bed, <laughs> I get up, I get up, and I go to a whiteboard because I don't want to write into my phone because you know mm-hmm. what happens if you hit share and like, oh no, everybody has this now. Yeah. Uh, I go to the whiteboard, I write out my response, and then I whisper at it. I hate this. And then I, and then I erase it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I go, I, I find a passing mailman. I open up his throat and spill blood onto my whiteboard where he is, uh, but, but churn for the God. Um, yeah. I, I, I did not respond yeah, and will no. not respond. And nobody, I don't think you could search that person down, but don't No. Uh, obviously if you're listening to this, it just, it's just a funny thing where it's like, oh, I like games, man. But I understand this has been, oh, you know, between co-op, month and then near month like mm-hmm. it has been a couple it's long periods of bummers it's been it's been a while since we've had um since we've had a stretch like this yeah so. like and then and even within that there's been like qualified wins yeah like i i really like ultima under underworld oh fuck you sake. know like yeah like, ultima super, underworld's like, great no that that, that was part of a good month <laughs> yeah we, we were we've been very positive it just we had two months that were kind of like negative yeah so i understand people don't like it right now in days of future cast we're talking about a terrible fucking avengers cartoon mm-hmm. like it is you know there's there's some some negativity going on but i think we're pulling out yeah when so, some positivity go over to uh radio free midworld we're talking about a good a uh, good book the wolves of the kala mm-hmm. uh watch uh watch my stream sex crank doing silent hill 3 at the moment of recording love that game yeah yeah do it get, get in those uh getting in those and then everything to guppy yeah always happy yeah, the, uh, Isaac. Uh, Isaac is is great. Has always been great, and always will be. It's great. a rock. So, yeah, <laughs> it is my rock. Yeah, it is my base. Um, I got a new kitten. That's happy. He's oh. sleeping on my foot, and it's uncomfortable. But it's very cute, so I can't do anything. About <laughs> but, it. but you don't want to bother him. Yep, he's using my my foot as a pillow. God, that is, is is he getting bigger? Uh, no, not really. He's no. a, he's only like he's ten weeks old now. Okay, he'll be he'll be. I'll have had him for a week tomorrow. Yeah, so he's still extremely small. God, I'm I'm I'm, look, I'm really looking forward to getting a cat. It's gonna be great. Man, they, they, it's, uh, it's good. And this one, I don't know if they're always gonna be like this, but mine was extremely easy. Mm-hmm. Like he he went outside the litter box once. Yeah. And I, I took him and put him in the litter box, and he's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and, nice. and then that was it. And, and he what, the first two nights he like yelled all night. Uh-huh. And now he doesn't do that. Now he just goes to sleep with me. <sighs> like he's he's turning into like a model cat. Yeah. His name yeah. And, and his name is Neo Geo Pocket Color. Yeah. Not not color. He's black and white. Okay. He's, he's just Neo Geo Pocket. Okay. So if I ever get it, if I ever get that was like, the joke, like, I'm not going to do it. But if I ever get like Caligo Cat, I thought about naming it Neo Geo Pocket Color. <laughs> just call him Neo. No Geo. Yeah, call, 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 call him Geo. Call 
Yeah, that one would be Geo, but they would both have very similar names. Like one's the original, the color version. Um, oh man, Pocket the sweetheart. He's oh he's he's extremely good. Like he's very very sweet. It's funny. Like this is turning into an epic suffering, and it doesn't need to. We can we can end it. We can any stop point, at any really. time. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, I'm but it is. It's funny because I, I do like you know, I love Pocket. He's very sweet and stuff. Mm-hmm. It is making me miss Roars a lot. Yeah. You know, and I, and I am wrestling with a little bit of like betrayal feelings hmm. you know which is silly i understand that but like there's a little bit of just like you know making me think of roars uh, you, that is, that's a little bit sad you have uh you have enough love to give yeah Ro- i am i'm Ro- full of. Ro- 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 roars can be goat and pocket can be, pocket can be goat too yeah one can be goat and one can be you got yeah you got though I don't mean to tell yeah. you how you should feel about loving a cat or not loving a cat, but no, yeah. I know it's, it's just, it's been an interesting experience. Yeah. So, but, but, uh, almost uniformly good. Awesome. Uniformly good actually. So, yeah. Um, so anyway, that's all the stuff we're doing. If you want to vote on, uh, we have a poll coming up in October. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the result of a poll. If you want to vote on those polls, go to patreon.com slash duck TV. I recently reposted the post that is the like welcome pack with all the sound files and podcast themes. Yeah. That's getting a little bit hard to find. So if you want that, uh, and I've put up a couple of posts that were new Teenager Bags music. That's <laughs> so good. So, so, thank you. If, that if you that, like that, that which stuff. Pokemon is tastiest rap is so funny. I I was like, that's legitimately kind of a good rap. And I, <laughs> I was kind of surprised they had it in me. Like <laughs> the, secret, the secrets of my nerd rap. Uh, <laughs> but the, all that stuff is available for any level uh, voting those things. And then mm-hmm. the more you uh, you're able to, uh, to give, you get cooler rewards. Yeah. So. Um, right now, I think the absolute top end stuff is sold out, but mm-hmm. that does churn. Yes. So keep an eye out. Watch for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, otherwise, uh, there's free stuff you can do. Ratings and reviews, telling your friends, talking about us on social media. Um, and if you want additional content moving from free stuff to not free, to not free, go to um, uh, uh, gosh, TV slash store. You can find not just extra episodes of Abject Suffering. If you enjoy that show, our comedy show that happens to involve bad games, we also have a premium only show called Adaptation Decay. Recently, we did the Dungeons and Dragons movie, which is a fucking garbage fire. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. So, so that's not that's not a good place for positivity, but it is a good place for goofs. Yeah, there's some positivity. Yeah. So the so the yeah. D the D and D one that's on Patreon, it will eventually fall to the store. That's kind of how that stuff is populated. But we have things we are positive about. Who, who would have guessed that the Maniac Mansion television show was good? Oh yeah, I meant specifically in the D and D episode, not oh, yeah. Adaptation yeah. Decay. Like Adaptation Decay is like probably about half and half. Weirdly enough, yeah. Like I love the Super Mario Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, Silent um, Hill movie. Uh, yeah. it's not good. It's not consistently good the whole way through, but we have lots of nice things to say about those opening yeah, sequences. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, there's lots of good stuff there. So it's a, it's a really fun show. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's probably about it. Yeah. Thank you everybody who has supported us. Thank you for listening. We hope to see you uh, next time. We'll be back next week with our listener response episode. Uh, and if you have things to say about uh, games that are coming up, the deadline for each month's uh, game responses for the listener response episodes uh, is the 15th of each month. Duckfeed.tv slash contact. Absolutely. Uh, and until next time, what should they watch out for? They should watch out for deals with the devil.
Yeah. Is this uh, is this your edit or mine? Uh, it's my edit. So okay. I can take your I can take your and they're very good job on the, <laughs> oh, thank, thank <laughs> on you. the audio. Is, like, good. Yeah. No. Nobody knows that song. Like if if that had been like a more popular Devo song, uh huh. I just I just had that song stuck in my head <laughs> for a couple weeks, yeah. and the song is worth a listen. Uh-huh. If you uh if you get a chance, it's pretty funny. Like it, it's just it's professions. Like it just, you know <laughs> like it's like I'm speed racer and I drive real fast. He's speed racer, he drives real fast. I drive real fast, I'm gonna last. And then uh <laughs> then it's just the next and so you know, and then the music keeps going, and the next is like, I'm a big pirate and I like to steal. <laughs> and, <laughs> it's just like four characters. There's a pirate who likes to steal, speed racer who goes fast, uh a Barbie. I'm a Barbie doll, but I got brains and I'm a doctor and here's your bill. And that's, that's a, just what if there were these four, and, it's and, like a really weird Errol Morris and, documentary. And they, and they gather together at a bar to prepare to lay siege to the tomb of horrors. Yeah. Yeah. To, to, to state out loud what they like to do and other people to back them up all the way. And that's the song. Yeah. It's very funny.